Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Hello? Hello, what are you up to? Fresh. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet, the Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, shit, I did it again. (laughs) What have you done? It's on loop. Oh, my goodness. What's going on? It's on loop. Yeah, but I thought it was, wasn't on loop. But it's on loop. It's on loop. And now I'm on loop. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host on loop, Nick Mason. It's a hell of a week for podcasting, let me tell you that. What do you, why do you say that, specifically? Because there's big news. There's big news. Mm. Uh, look, I'll quickly, I'll do the rundown of the show. Please do. And I'll let people know that there's time codes in the description if they want to jump to a specific point in time. Mm-hmm. We've got news. We've got, some, we've got some, some big deaths this week. Some big villains. Not real life villains. Cinematic movie villains. Yeah, it's the ones very sad. That we want to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some Metal Gear Solid casting for the movie. Oh, we've got some right. Netflix Daredevil news. Hawkeye started filming. Bloody, there's a bunch of stuff happening. What else have we got here? Plastic Man, but maybe some kind of different kind of situation. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Snyder Cut news. Uh, some, some for the first uh, info on, or first reviews for Wonder Woman 84 starting to trickle in. Interesting, we didn't get to see it. Isn't it, Mason? But uh, well, I'm trying to figure something out. I don't know. We'll see. But worst comes to worst. We'll see it when everyone else sees it like a fool. Right? Yeah. And then, of course, big HBO Max news over at Warner Brothers where they're releasing all of their blockbusters to streaming next year, which we will talk about. Again, time code's in the description. Also, That's I think right. there was supposed to be Van Helsing news and I didn't put it in. Oh, my God. They're doing another Van Helsing or whatever. Did you hear that? No. Yeah. Is he Jackman, Hugh Backman? He's not Hugh Backman. I think they're doing a, it's a, it's a reboot. So maybe huh. it's in the modern day. And like you get Tal Backman. Tal Backman. <laughs> Son of the guy from Bachman Turner Overdrive. That's right. Yeah. She's so high zone, Tal Backman. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I know him. I remember yes. him. I remember the year 2000, Mason, or 99, I think specifically. Mate, if you remember the year 2000 or 99, you weren't there, mate. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I don't think it was really that kind of year, was no, it? No, it wasn't at all. No, it was very There was a lot of, I remember there being a lot of bongs. Uh-huh. That was like a big thing, but I remember being like, this isn't for me, mate. Wow, <laughs> you were just, you were me, just yeah. running the minefield of them. Wow, yeah. C- congratulations. I just think, you know, if you're going to do it, there's better ways, I feel. Hey, speaking of the 90s, I have a piece of news. I love news. Uh, that I just remembered earlier. Uh, this is sad news, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, this week saw the final collapse of the Arecibo Telescope in Puerto Rico. Mm. The, uh, the telescope. Why do you that mention we, that specifically? Well, because though? in the 90s we had, of course, uh, the film Goldeneye yeah. where the, uh, the big finish finale, 006 versus 007, took place. 
But uh, you can look it up. There's video. There's drone. There's drone camera footage of, mm. of it. Just like the final cables of it snapping and it just collapsing to the ground. It so. was not in use, wasn't it? They were going to tear it down anyway. Yeah, Is yeah, that right? yeah. yeah, yeah. It was already heavily damaged. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Mm. I remember seeing that in that movie and being like, "That's probably not real." Turns mm. out it's real. Yeah. Uh, in November, it was determined it would be too dangerous to repair the aged observatory and it would have to be demolished. Are they going to build another one there? No, they're going to turn it into a skate ramp. That'd be so rad. If right? I skated, oh, man, yeah, I'd love that. Right. You'd but take the pilgrimage, wouldn't you? Then again, how far, you get to the bottom. Yeah. Like you'd run out of momentum. Yeah, that's what I mean. You wouldn't side, be able yeah. To, yeah, you have to kind of scoot your way up there. You need to put some more stuff in the middle. What about you put a Hyperloop in there? It's not a bad idea. You go down it, shoots you out at speed of sound. You, you die. You jump over the corpse of Sean Bean and you yeah. keep going. <laughs> that's right. Wicked. Yeah, I love it. I'm into it. Very cool, right? Anyways, in other bits of sad news, Dave, oh. David Prowse has passed away at age 85. Uh, they think it was, uh, I believe it was COVID-related. Oh, yeah. But, of course, what often have happens with COVID, it's like pre-existing conditions or you're of a certain age and, you know, it can affect you that way. Yeah. People who don't, people who don't know, David Prowse would have, was, of course, the body of Darth Vader. Yes. And not all but many of the stunts, so he'd be the imposing figure of all of, it, all of the mannerisms now which they copy when they bring him into new stuff. This, this is all. This was all developed by David Prowse, famously also really heavily screwed over by Lucasfilm in terms yeah, of payments. Like, yeah, it's, it's supposedly mm. he was he was one of the victims of um, this movie didn't make any money. Yeah, the Hollywood Hollywood accounting. Hollywood accounting. What is it? You you get you get. He was he was promised a percentage of the net profits, yeah. but in Hollywood, there's never any net. Never profits make any money because there's always too there's always too many expenses for some reason. It's tough man. Yeah. So yeah, that was um I mean a pretty good innings at eighty five, but uh yeah, yeah. yeah that's a big he loss. He also obviously. trained Christopher Reeve. I was gonna Superman, say, yeah. yeah. Um Christopher Reeve was a was as skinny as a twig yes. before Superman and they actually had to go back, I believe, and reshoot scenes because he'd grown so much in musculature yeah. uh because of David Prowse's involvement. Also trained Carrie Elwes in all his oh, various phys- physical attributes in uh, the Princess mm. Bride, yeah. yeah that's and cool, sawing his own leg off. Did he really? Oh my yeah. god! He was like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth sharp side down, sharp side oh, down. What was he always doing? He was doing sharp side flat towards of the, the blade. Air. Yeah, flat of the blade, just slapping it on there. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. That, that'll work eventually. I guess it would. Yeah, but if he has to, if he's in yeah. a sore situation, it's like the movie's not called "Wait for Erosion to Take yeah, Place" or "Slap Your Leg Off with the Flat That's of exactly the Blade." Right. Yes, I mean I watched that movie. Yeah. Sure, and the other, um, the other huge passing was Hugh Keys Burn. Ah, uh, yeah. No, from a Morton Joe. Uh, from the Mad, Ma- Mad Max Fury Road, but he was also the villain in the original Mad Max movie from the 70s. That's right. Uh, so 70, early 70s, I think it was late 70s, yeah. So also, of course, he was Martian Manhunter in uh, the move, the version that nearly got off the ground. Oh, Justice League Justice Mortal. Justice League The George Miller version, of course, directed the Mad Max movies uh, in the, yeah, the late aughts. So, yeah, big personality, a huge part of that latest Mad Max. That was really Definitely, cool yeah. that he got to... Uh, that he got not reprise the role, but then come back into the franchise, and it's kind of really hard to just like stake a claim as a really iconic cinematic villain. There's only yeah. like a handful, you especially know what I mean? in one in one movie where it's yeah. like you know uh, the movies off the bloody dome, mate. Right? It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. But and just the fact that these guys, like these titans of like Hollywood villainry, you know, passed uh, yeah. at the same time as yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a massive tragic coincidence, but yeah. I mean, their their legacies are obviously, you know, they're they're cemented. There'll probably yeah. be some great fan art of like them all in a diner with probably Hannibal Lecter and Heath Ledger's Joker or whatever. Yeah, they're all hanging they're out. They're all hanging yeah, out. They, the one's playing pool and with one, his lightsaber. David Prowse is yeah. shooting pool with a lightsaber. Some, there was some, two of the Jokers are comparing knives or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Jared Leto's at the glass with his face pressed against yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. everyone hates him, Mason. Mm. Yeah. 
So there and you water go. Dro- Joe's drinking a big glass of water and everybody's oh, enjoying that because the, right. the water was that's quite right. scarce. The water was quite scarce, wasn't you know? it? Yeah, there you yeah. go. So there, um, uh, anyway, that's a shame. It is. Uh, this is from – yeah, go this, on. This, I just remember this. This is from uh, Stephen Merchant. Oh, yeah, I know uh, Stephen when, when, You don't know me personally. Though, no, but you? I know him. You know of him. When right, I met fine, him, go, Okay, friends. well, this is, this is me per- – he texted me this. Oh, did he? Um, uh, so Steve did. Yes, Sorry, the, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. You know is Mr. Merchant, sir. <laughs> Uh, now this is this is just a tweet from Stephen Merchant. It says, "Email from my dad about David Prowse, R.I.P. Who was from my hometown of Bristol." Yeah. So this is from Ron Merchant. Just thought you would like to know. I had the honour of being thrown out of the Glen in Clifton for smoking on the dance floor by David Prowse. He was very <laughs> gentle and carried me out. Yeah. So I guess he was a bouncer before he was a. Yeah, he was. Well, he was also a bodybuilder. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Merchant's dad is in an episodes of the, the Office. He's yeah. like the janitor who stares at the camera. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah, right. That's quite fun. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, so Deadline are reporting that Jordan evoked Roberts. I never know how to say that. He uh, directed Kong Skull Island. Yeah. He's doing the Metal Gear Solid movie. Or maybe it's just called Metal Gear or maybe it's just called Solid Snake. I don't know. Well, I don't care for watching that film unless the role of Solid Snake is being played by um, a, a charming Star Wars alum maybe. Well, it depends on what you think of the sequel trilogies because I think he's good in them. <laughs> okay, right, so yeah. I don't know, like, I don't know if everybody would be on board. It's with... Oscar Isaac. It's Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember, like, a long time back? Uh, it might have been last year. year Galaxy before. Far, Far Away. Yeah, sure. But uh, that's a good joke. But what I'm saying is, Mason, what yes. I've now forgotten because you did that joke. The good and joke I'm just thinking about yeah. the good joke. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Boss Logic and him had a conversation about, um, I remember one of them put it online that was like, can you mock up some. Some uh, Oscar Isaac snake, solid snake artwork, oh, and wow. and he and he did, and that's yeah, yeah. kind of where this kind of came from. Uh-huh. So he, this the director, reached out, was like, "What would this look like?" And there you go. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great. Yeah, yeah. If this is true, which it seems to be, you know, it'd be really funny. What's that? If do you remember? So for people who don't remember, uh, Metal Gear Solid Two. The trailer for Metal Gear Solid oh, 2, yeah. everybody expected you were going to be playing a Solid Snake again. Because that's what they told you also. Yeah, it was in the trailer. Yeah. Was, but then uh, they did a little turnaround and it turned out, for the most part, you were playing as uh, this this guy Raiden. Yeah. Raiden, who was like more like an anime blonde kind of blonde, ninja boy. like smooth ninja boy kind yeah. of thing. And there was outrage. What I'm saying is we, we make Oscar Isaac real smooth. And we, we he's Raiden. That'd be pretty good. Right. Or you yeah. just you swap it out completely. Yeah, like a different actor, different movie. Someone people hate. Yeah, and just being like, guess what? Carrot Top is the star of this movie, <laughs> right? And it's yeah. Raiden or whatever. He's Raiden. Ginger Snake, <laughs> and he's old because yeah. people don't like the old one, do they? No. So they old they age him up. So mm-hmm. this is uh this is a incomprehensible franchise to me and I don't like it. <laughs> it's only incomprehensible to you, James, because you skipped the cutscenes. No, I didn't. Yeah. That was the game that made me realise I don't have to watch cutscenes. But you do because you don't understand. That. I don't understand. I did watch it, but it was just like, what's Liquid Ocelot doing? Snake, what are you doing? Why are you carrying a nuclear reactor or whatever? I don't, I don't know. But then the last cutscene I remember was Listen, like. he confused Revolver Ocelot with the Shut up, Mason. I don't care. Ocelot that he's just made up. He's, he's, this guy's loopy. And then at the end. This franchise. The the end of the game was like an hour and a half or two hours of cutscene. Yeah. And then it was like it ends in a in a grave and somebody has a heart attack. I can't remember. But it was like play for 40 minutes. Guess what? Watch a four-hour cutscene. Yeah. It's a fucking horrible game and I'll never forgive it. Is that one of them? One of them, you, one of the guys, one of the characters you kill, I think it is Revolver Ocelot. You kill him and then he gets his arm cut off and it gets put on another dude and then the spirit of Revolver Ocelot over, yeah. goes into his I think- brain. 
I think that's because he's the villain in four, but I think that happened in a previous yes, it did, game. Yeah. Or maybe at the start of that game. Yeah. I don't remember. I hate that game, Mason. How are they going to simplify this into two hours? Well, you just do it like whatever the first one was. Yeah, probably. That's yeah. it. And you do, you put it the guy. It'll who probably can... just be yeah, Metal Gear. It'll just be like he's got to get into a facility and stop Metal Gear. That's probably right. And yeah. do you know, uh, do you think that because there's a, a famous moment in that game where you, you meet some kind of psychic dude. Psychomantis. And he like, and he tells you to... um. Uh, and he tells he reads what's on your memory card. So he's yeah. like, "Oh, I see you've been playing uh, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid, this game." <laughs> and it's like people are like, "Ooh, that's like." Would there be something similar in the theater where it's like, "I see you're eating crunchy M and M's." Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some kind of audience interaction. Or remember in that It'll game, D box. It'll <laughs> be because also in the in the first level in that when you fight uh, Psycho Mantis, he asks you to put your controller on the floor and then he moves it with yes. telekinesis, right? Yes. So just D boxes all the seats and all your popcorn goes flying. That's a great. And, and you it, have to buy more popcorn. And in the lesser th- uh, theaters that don't have that, the ushers just come in and swat the food out of your hand with a broom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that yeah. the same game that makes you? Reset the system. Ah, uh, that is that's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, it might be one. One of the yeah, two. one of the games. One of the games there, or it might be like it looks like it crashes. There's a mission fail at one. Yeah, one of the games. There's a mission fail, and when it's normally a mission fail, that it, it like. It, there's a small bit of the screen where it's like your dead body's lying on the ground, but yeah. the, but when it says it says fish and mailed or something like that, and then oh. and you're still you're still playing you're in still a little corner about. of the screen. Okay. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Anyway. So many options. How are they going to turn all of this great stuff? Just get rid of it all. Yeah. Just do find okay. a Metal Gear. Okay, but what is the one element that they're going to keep from the video game? The Metal Gear. you got to find a Metal Gear. No, but I mean, what's the one gameplay element they're going to... Sneaking. Do you think it's going to be the... Boxes. Moment? He's going to be in a box. Yeah, he's going to be... Yeah, it's probably going to be a box. Or it's going to be a... He's going to He's gonna um, just smoke some delicious cigarettes. Totally. Maybe attach a balloon to somebody and like... Lift him off. Yeah, you know, that's that thing that he does. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna bring in that that woman who breathes through her skin. So she has to be <laughs> nude all bikini. the time. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's not weird, is it? No, video games know what they're doing. God, there's so much weird stuff in there. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I didn't watch the one where you carry box. I didn't play the one where you carry boxes. Was from, that for Monster Energy or whatever? <laughs> the recent one with oh. Um, was that the one? So the creator of this game, all these uh, games. What's his face? Kojima. Yeah, Hideo Kojima. He. They stopped making these games because they had a falling out, right? Yeah, um, they they were Drake treated him really, Konami treated him really bad. And then they yeah. then they still had the IP, so they released another game after he'd left. I it's just a zombie. It was a zombie, zombie game, which game, is mostly yeah. just used like assets from five or whatever, yeah, right. which is apparently is a good game. But um, but also apparently that game's very unfinished and rushed towards the end and hmm. whatever. But now Kojima works for himself, right? else and does yeah does his own thing. So there you go. Yeah. Let's do more news. Okay. Did you see that Hawkeye had started filming? I did see and that. And in addition to that, we've got some information. The he's, dog's in it. Yep. He's got the hearing aids. Because often yeah. in the comics, Hawkeye has uh, he's hard he's of hearing, deaf, yeah. or hard of hearing. And Haley Steinfeld is confirmed as Kate Bishop. Nice. Which is terrific casting. Mm. Unless was, it's a coincidence. Could, could like maybe she just happens to be walking a dog that looks like, oh, like a okay, pizza dog. Yeah, with a bow and arrow. And maybe it hap- so happens that, that um, Jeremy Renner, was maybe playing his his mm. best selling album at like ear splitting <laughs> volumes in his own house. Oh, okay, and yeah, it yeah. Blew his own eardrums out. Maybe she came up and she was like, "Jeremy Renner," and he's like, "I'm filming. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm filming maybe. the Hawkeye TV series. Get yeah. out of here." Yeah, yeah. And that's what people have captured on film. I think that's also certainly yeah. possible. Yes. There's also some revelation in, in terms of who else is in the series, and Florence Pugh is going to make an appearance. Oh yeah. Of course, is the uh, the new Black Widow, I guess. Yep. Because this looks like it's set after Endgame. Yes. As we know, Black Widow. Fell off a cliff and smashed her heady. In um, 
That's what happened, yeah. And, um, yeah. So you got a boo-boo. She did. So yeah. Florence Pugh yeah. uh, is New Black Widow, I guess. Sick. That is sick. Yeah. But until time and bringing people back from the dead and whatever. For sure, yeah. So there you go. Nice. I agree. They're not going to have that because the, the thing about because we, for our, uh, our one of our additional podcasts, the Big Sandwich Classic Comic Book Club, mm. we talked about uh, the Hawkeye comic book upon yeah. which this seems to be based uh, and Black Widow is in it but more of a supporting character who's like, why are you such a loser, Hawkeye? What's going money? on? money? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you here? doing with this? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, why are you deaf, idiot? So it's just, I hope maybe she's just going to show up and be like, why are you, why are you deaf, idiot? And he's yeah. going to be like, who are I you? I don't know you. Why are you so mean? <laughs> It was in Black Widow's will. She yeah. told me you had to turn up and make fun of you. Yeah, so there you go. The other thing is what happened. Oh, yeah, that was in the will. It was like, please please be a good friend to Hawkeye and rib him just like I used to rib him kind of thing. But she's one of the people who can't quite Doesn't carry get it off. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you dumbass. Your dog sucks. Stop being a, de- stop being a deaf dumbass. <laughs> uh, good stuff. It is good stuff, isn't it? Netflix, apparently. So the rights of that they have to Daredevil have reverted back ah, to Marvel. That explains the hashtag Save, Save Daredevil, Daredevil campaign yeah. that I saw so, this week. Um, so there you go. What are they going to do with that? What would you like them to do with that? Just put them in a movie. Do you think they need to uh, be like and previously on or just like, no, nah, this is what he's up to now. He's been doing – he's been a lawyer. He was a lawyer and he's still a lawyer and now he's just going to do further adventures. Like how much do you need to go like oh, yeah, there were dragon point. bones under New York? Oh, you don't need that. No. that. <laughs> oh, you know what? I would love a reference to it. Like, again, mm. if, you know, if so many of the ru- uh, rumors slash clickbaits are to be revealed and he's brought in as maybe Spider-Man's lawyer or something like that, cool. I would just love a line where he's like, yeah, this is this is easier than dealing with dragon bones under New York or whatever. Yeah. Remember that time I was crushed? Oh, yeah, he was crushed to death. He fell on, the building fell on him. But then he wasn't. Then he was alive and fine again. He was again. all right. Yeah. Thank God. Guy's yeah. good at getting up. I would, you know what? If they just put him in, like uh, Peter Parker needs a lawyer, and he sh- and he he's at a hearing or something, and then yeah, you know, Matt Murdock just shows up and he's like, "Listen, I was dead, and then I was back. Yeah, I was yeah. crushed to death, dragon bones." And Peter Parker's like, "I can't, I don't even yeah, I don't know just roll where to start with that." To be yeah. honest, yeah, yeah, I would love to see Charlie Cox come back as Daredevil. That'd it's be a, great. It's a great performance. I think, I think. I think there's every. I don't think there's a person in that I don't really like. I think yeah. the only thing would be is just train your Iron Fist guy a little better. Then yep. you're on your way, mate. Yeah. So that's Again, cool. I would have loved to see him in Endgame just in like a, you know, defending a smaller part of New York maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? From but, whatever. Yeah, from whatever. <laughs> just regular street crime. It's just some people fine with like, me. oh, the, the world's ending, so I guess it's time to steal some DVD players, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Deadline are reporting that Gal Gadot is uh, in the, the franchise Heart of Stone, which is going to be a female uh, spin on action franchises like James Bond or Mission Impossible. Oh. She's getting, we recently did, a, this will be releasing before Christmas, a commentary for Wonder Woman, the 2017. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about in that how before she got Wonder Woman, she was kind of like thinking of giving up acting. and Yeah, she'd done some Fast and some Furious. And, and then she got thrown out of a plane or whatever happened. And mm-hmm. then, but she was Wonder Woman and now this, you know, yeah. career's taken off now again. Is, this, in a big is way. this a pre existing thing? Have I heard of I Hearts don't, of Stone? It might be else? like a. It could be like a Jack Reacher-esque series of novels. Oh, it might be. That's true. Or Salt. Could be like a Salt, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Let me just check this. Let me just use my computer to access information. Okay. Mm. Just that's locally on your computer? That's right. Huh. Uh, so it's an original international spy thriller franchise from Sky Media. Oh. So there you go. So I think there's definitely room for something like this. I think I um, something original in this landscape. Well, it's not James? really original because it's like James Bond, Mission yeah, Impossible, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, why not, man? Uh-huh. 
I think I, I when we talked about the franchise, I was like, hey, they, maybe they should do more, um, you know, female centric comic book movies. And I think I said like they should do one every year, or maybe they should do maybe half of them should be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe just do a bunch of different stuff with different types of people. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, or cool. you can just do Batman again. Just yeah, do it do, again. Do Batman every couple of years. Exactly. How many Batman do you want to see? Um, there he goes, counting on his hands. Oh, no, he's run out of fingers. Nine Batmans. Nine Bat. Oh, he was all right. Well, yeah. then you're going to love Flashpoint or whatever. Yeah. Whatever's happening here. Uh, THR, the Hollywood Reporter, are saying Plastic Man or Plastic Ma'am. That's actually my headline. I didn't say that. <laughs> they didn't say I said okay, that. Okay, right. Because Blacklist writer Kat Ves- Vasco has been tasked with uh, re- reinventing the Plastic Man franchise as a female-centric hero. Oh, so and a Plastic Man or Plastic Man, you it, might that's say. What I'm, that's what you would say. That None of the headlines say that. But, well, um, wow. They can employ us as headline writers. Let I me think. check. Let me Google that and see if anybody's over that because, come on, <laughs> I should be writing for the big sites, Mason. Mm. I could do it. Yeah. I could do it. I could do it. No, nah, nothing. Bullshit. <laughs> the first one is Plastic Man, the result, and the second result is Plastic Product and Homewares Wholesaler. Oh, we should get some stuff then. I agree. Yeah. What a bunch of crap. Can we get, can you get me a compost bin or something? Yeah, I could probably get you a compost bin. I mean, bin. we could probably, you probably can only buy like 50 at a time. <laughs> so get true. me 50 and we'll sell the rest. We'll make a profit. It'll be great. Uh, people have also, if they've written it in their article, some people have written it, but no, that doesn't count, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so Plastic Man is not a hugely famous character. Correct. Imagine Mr. Incredible. No. Elastigirl? Mr. Mr. Yeah, the, yeah, and imagine Mr. Mr. Fantastic, Fantastic and whatever. Yes. Uh-huh. He does that stuff, doesn't he? Yes. Probably some other DC-specific things. James. Can he be a liquid? I can't remember. So, well, well, Plastic Man is probably the most uh, versatile of the, the, the stretchy boys. Right. So, uh, like, Elongated Man can just sort of be, he's, a, he's just a bit stretchy. He's a Stretch Armstrong he's fellow. He's a Stretch Armstrong kind of fellow. Uh, Mr. Fantastic is also... Really uh, bombastic? Yes, <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Wow, he's done it again. I've done it again. Oh my god! But also, he's he's more he's stretchy and indestructible. That's kind of his vibe. Yeah. And Plastic Man is more like he could turn into a tank and like fire stuff. Oh, out. oh so he can do molecular stuff. Yeah, he can he? do like he can like make complex mechanical yes. shapes out of himself. Like he could turn into a rocket and like at least yeah. fling himself. You know, and like in Terminator Two, and there's like he can't make like complex weapons. This yeah. guy can do. This that. guy can do it. Yeah. Gotcha. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, it seems like there's not a huge amount of backlash because this isn't a popular character. Yes. But there's still a bit of like, what's next? Bloody Black Panther, but he's white or whatever. You know, it's just like. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yes, yeah, folks, that's yeah. exactly the same. <laughs> there is that, that's what I'm saying. That's, oh, we have the same argument. Oh, no. No, I don't really have that. That's a dumb thing that only yeah. idiots people who uh-huh. are disingen- idiots who are disingenuous say. But, yeah, why not? Plastic Man, do a version of this and whatever. Yeah. Um, and. And next do you news. think do you think she will keep her nickname ELO Brian? I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Plastic Man's nickname is Eel because he was oh, he was a former small time criminal named ELO Brian. I appreciate that you think I would get that reference. Okay, right. You think I'm that much of a nerd, Mason? Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. Mm. Uh, Collider reporting. I'm just saying it's not a very ladylike name. No, that's fine though. But she you can mix be, it up. She could be slippery. Star Trek. It's bloody. Uh, the lead is called Michael Burnham. It's fine. That's true. Anything can be anything. And Miles O'Brien, obviously. That's right. Yeah. Snyder Cut News from Collider. <laughs> I didn't get that either. Deep Space Nine. He was on, he was on, <laughs> I don't know he, these he things. Was, he was on both Star Trek The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. He I don't know any the, of your references this week, mate. He was like a science He was like a science engineering guy. Science in Star Trek? No wonder yeah. nobody likes it. Mm. Stupid show for nerds. Whoa. <laughs> 
He was Irish like the British actor Domhnall Gleeson. <laughs> oh, yeah. People don't like that, do they? <laughs> Look at it all. He should stop doing British accents if he doesn't want people to right? think he's British. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Anyway, I like him. I think he's great. <laughs> Collider reporting the Snyder Cut. This is via Warner CEO okay, Jason Kalar. And uh, there's a whole quote about what's coming up and exciting times for, like, you know, that shit. And the, but the quote that's important is... I like how you just cut through the marketing malarkey at this point. Does anybody like, need me to read it out? No. Yeah, thank you. And this... Uh, and you know what I also, We can all read it on our own time. Exactly, which we won't. But I, I always appreciate in a website, and they don't all do this, where the quote that you're looking for is in bold. Yes. So it's like, yeah, I can skip everything else. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, this is the quote, but it says, and this little thing called Zack Snyder's Justice League coming in a few months as well. So it might be like, could be, you know, before the mid-year. Yeah. If not earlier. It could than, be April. Could be, yeah, even earlier. Could be, could, be, could be out by now. Oh, my God. There's a gap between when we record and when this goes out. It might have just fit in that slot. It be out right now. Oh, my God. We should yeah. close your laptop but then reopen it and open up um, a VPN and then open up HBO Max. Oh, that's true, yeah, Then yeah. put in your, your American credit card details. Yeah, yeah. and then they ask me, like, sometimes when you try to do that for, like, streaming sites overseas, it's like, Who's your provider? Who's your service provider? You're like, I'm like, oh, I don't know, AT&T, uh, uh, I don't know. You got me. And then it's like, because you've got to put it, yeah. You've got to put in their password Yeah, whatever. Well. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, you guys, you you're, pretty, you're, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Thanks for funneling me to Pirate Bay, which I would never do, Mason, which I would never do. I understand. Uh, anyway, what do you think about that? Sooner rather than later. I would love sooner get it, rather. Get it done, mate. Get it, get it done. <laughs> get it out of here. Rest, rest of the year, Justice League hot takes. Yep, 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 yep. How did, how did somebody else besides Zack Snyder screw this up so badly? <laughs> it's got to be someone else's fault. Let's Keep the hot takes it. coming. Let's go for it. That's right. Uh, but speaking of DC, though, Wonder Woman 1984, it's got a bunch of uh, early um, impressions. Mm. The embargo, I'm told, from Dave Lee, Dave Lee Down Under, who has seen it as well. We know Dave Lee. We know Dave Lee. He does uh, have great Disney stuff. He, he does, does great Disney stuff. He's got a great podcast, which I'm going to be guessing on Maybe in the next week, depending on what happens with my kids. He does a great Borat impression. He does a great, yeah, he does. I um, was going to say, yeah, I'm like, look, I can probably do it, but in the last minute I might be like, my kids are flipping out and I can't do it. Yeah, so that's... they're literally flipping out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. I've never seen a baby do this many somersaults yeah. before, you'd say. But uh, apparently it's good. Mm. People are saying it's really good and like a breath of fresh air and like a natural sequel to the whatevers and... And they're saying Blue Monday plays constantly on a loop behind I love it. Blue but you, Monday. Don't, you, don't, you don't even mind. You Which know? version? The original version or the orgy version? Both versions simultaneously. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah. that would get out of sync very quickly, wouldn't it? Does, it does, <laughs> yeah, but they just keep them going. They just keep them going. But they'd eventually come back in sync briefly, right? Yeah, and then you feel relief. But then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets I understand. Worse. I get what you're saying, yeah. It's like when you're sitting at the traffic lights and there's yeah. like blinkers on and you're watching the blinkers and they're like they're of two different cars and they're yeah. out of sync and then they're briefly in sync and then they're out of sync again. Yeah, right. Good stuff. Is that just me? Am I the first one? Is that a uh, big uh Andy Matthews, who we know from his great podcast. I know Andy Matthews. Tank, he used to do a bit about, oh, or maybe it was like a, it was either a bit or a short story and it was about how in the future everything like gets turned into points that you can redeem for for money, okay, yeah, and or or happiness points or something like that. And one of them, and in a, uh, being in your car while the indicator lights match was worth one point <laughs> that you could trade in for money later. So very good. So someone funnier than me thought of that earlier. Oh, years ago, yeah. years ago, probably a decade ago. I probably heard it from him Mate. or from you <laughs> yeah, right. reciting a great joke. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. All right, that's how things are relatable, James. Yeah, that, those things are relatable, aren't they? Yeah. So there you go. So um, also, again, that commentary will be up soon. We're going to put it up. We're going to break the cycle of what we do on Big Sandwich because normally it's two clickbaits a month. Yeah. 
movie commentary and a book club. That's right. We're going to try, and the commentary is not due, I think, until next January, but we're going to move it up before Christmas, yeah, before 1184. Right. But the other thing we were going to do, and this one is going to be free to the general public, we're going to do a Christmas commentary, aren't we? Yeah, Maybe we put it out a couple of days before Christmas. You said Die Hard. I said Jingle All the Way. Maybe we should put it to the vote. Maybe we should run them in sync. And then, oh, yeah, because they br- they'll briefly be in they'll sync. They'll briefly be in sync. So we might put a vote in uh, Patreon and also probably Planet Broadcasting. Oh, you know what we should do? We should put Jingle All the Way and Die Hard together, mm. run them together, yeah. and then also Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Put them all Perfect. together. Yeah, that right. would, I mean, that would be a nightmare, but imagine. What a nightmare. Oh, God, yeah. I wouldn't enjoy it. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon is a Christmas album, you know. Is that true? No. Oh, I mean, anything can be if you have it on Christmas. That's true, yep. Anything can be that, Mason. Um, I kind of want to do Jingle All The Way because I hate it. Oh, I've never seen it. So and, be uh, but also Die Hard. So it's like, yeah. I feel like with Die Hard, I'd be like, can we just watch Die Hard silently? Yeah, well, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd, still, I'd happily, I'd happily yeah, do yeah. Die Hard, yeah. But we'll probably just put that up on YouTube and yeah, um, cool. so that it'll be for everybody, I think. Nice. But uh, So that so we're going to buy the rights to one of those movies and we're going to No, we have to. No, we have to just put the audio up and whatever. And okay, right. maybe, we'll, maybe I'll do it. We'll, we'll film us and we'll wear Christmas hats. Okay, great. That involves cool. some efforts that probably won't happen. <laughs> so we'll probably but do I'm, it in this room, audio only, as audio we, as only, we often do. Audio only, which would be yeah. fine too. Uh-huh. And if we're going to do the wavy line, which we sometimes do, um, uh-huh. we might do it like John McClane's hairline and that can be the, oh, the wavy wow. audio yeah. line. Wouldn't that be fun? Anyway. I was thinking a lot about Bruce Willis this week. Yeah, I saw did, uh, Ralph the Movie Maker. Yeah, he did it. Oh, he I li- didn't see it. He likes looking at um, like the filmography of like Steven Seagal and all the new stuff that Bruce Willis does. Yeah, right. And just go through them and be like, this is a weird thing that he <laughs> that he made and put no effort into. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it makes me um, go, oh, good. And I, do, I, I literally this. went to Google, and, and I know we've discussed it before, but I literally yeah. went into Google this week and I'm like, why does Bruce Willis keep making movies? Yeah. And there are a few articles, but they were far from conclusive. So. Yeah. It seems to be, from what I've gathered, um, from this and like other stuff that I've seen, that mm-hmm. that they budget them for five, ten million or whatever it is, and then they put like twenty percent of that into the actual film, and he like gets the rest of the money. Yeah, and it's and a day's up, work. Yeah, so. he turns up for like a day, and it's yeah. mostly the back of his head, and it's somebody else and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't care, and he sucks. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I don't know what to tell you. But it's but it fat like he could. Do- Why do it? Is he broke? He couldn't be. You know, here's here's the thought I had. Because he's had, he's been divorced at least once, right? Demi Moore, yeah. yeah. Or Demi Moore. And, I mean, she's she's a successful actor also. Yeah, she's fine. But I wonder if maybe... Like alimony? I Well, that's the thing. Like, let's say may, maybe he owes, like, a million dollars a year. Maybe he does. And rather than taking that money from, like, the money he's earned from, like, Die Hard and Pop Fiction and all that sort of stuff... Yeah. He's, on principle... He makes a terrible movie every year. He does one day's work and he's like... Once a year? Several times a year. <laughs> and he goes, here's your money. Uh, this year it's called Hard Kill 2020. Yeah, right. Okay, you yeah. Know? I don't know. Maybe this is the theory. Might be, he is married at the moment. He was married in 2009 yeah. to Emma Hemming Willis. Hmm. So there you go. Huh. Good luck, Bruce Willis. You're doing God's work if God hated us. Okay. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's a decent man. Is he? He seems like a nice enough man to me. He seems mean in interviews. Oh, good point. And, and to like and directors. Stories, and stories <laughs> about other people, other people have told. And yeah. like doesn't like try and mm. it is rude. I mean, I don't know. I don't, maybe he is really nice. Maybe. I don't know. You should probably get out of the I'd movie love to interview though. him, but like genuinely and be like, what are you doing? Well, see, that's the thing. That's, <laughs> that's also the thought that I had is I'm like, what position can you be in to genuinely say, Bruce Willis, why do you keep making movies? 
Mm. Look, if I was his best friend, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying it. But also, if I was interviewing him for a, a you know a podcast or something, I still wouldn't feel comfortable. Yeah, because you don't want to be like, you don't want to like railroad him, right? Yeah, yeah, because maybe he's like. Maybe he has, you know, severe mental health problems and this is just a thing that helps him or whatever. Yeah, right. Or maybe. maybe he's just a prick. I don't know. So, yeah, so I don't know. Mm. Let him, let's just let him be. Let's leave let's him let, be. Let's leave him let's in his natural environment yes. and let's stop bringing it up every yeah. week. <laughs> it's an enigma, all right? We because, don't know. Because it can't be that he loves the craft of movie <laughs> no, making and he has to keep working that. because he only does a day every time, yeah. right? If he loved the craft of movie making, he's like, got to keep busy to keep the old wheels turning, then he'd do the whole movie, but he doesn't. I feel like there was a point in time where, like, he'd be developing projects and, like, he'd choose them very carefully. He's in Pulp Fiction. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, I feel like he, he's in a point in his career where he could be like a George Clooney where he handcrafts, like, yeah. things that he is and he's really careful and he works closely and collaborates with everybody involved, but nah. Well, because these, the one of the articles I read said, we'll get off this topic eventually. <laughs> one of the articles I read said that, oh, well, his stars dropped and he's like, you know, Liam Neeson, so he can't just. Not really, but that's though. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like, and he's like, well, if you're an action star in your 50s or whatever, 60s, you can't, you know, choose whatever you want. But again, he's got enough money and enough contact. He can just walk into any movie studio and be like, give me a role in something. Yeah. Like an interesting role in a movie. It doesn't matter what it is. And they'd be like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, even if they He could do a day's work on. Avengers, whatever. I don't yeah. know, not that, but anything, really. Yeah. Just uh-huh. be like, put me in the new Van Helsing movie we talked about. It could be like, can I be in a Marvel movie where I'm a guy who's mean and rude and snarky to the Avengers because mm. I think all these movies are dumb? And they'd be like, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's meta and we love it. Yeah. But he could go to bloody Wes Anderson and be like, he, put me in another movie, well, yeah, exactly. Kingdom or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. We don't know. If you personally know Bruce Willis out there, don't ask him. But just give that get, would be rude. What's the vibe? Just get just give us your best impression. Email in, give yeah. us your best impression. Yeah. Not your impression of Bruce Willis, because that'd be like <clears throat> But like give us your impression of how you think he's going. Yeah. Probably fine. <laughs> Probably fine. Maybe he just wants to be in a band again. That's what I think. Yeah. I think he wants to play music. Like I think that he always kind of wanted to do that and now but he does this. The return of the return of Bruno, that's what I say. That's right. <laughs> I wouldn't buy it, but if he wants to do it, right, I'd make fun of it. He and Jeremy Renner could go on tour. He Renner wouldn't do that. You don't think so? Not with Bruce Willis. <laughs> he doesn't need him. He doesn't need him. That's a good you point. Do it with actually. Hayley Steinfeld. She does music. And oh, stuff. that's a good point. That's what you do. They bring the dog. People be like, <gasps> hilarious, a dog on stage. Do you oh think there'll God. be like a karaoke scene? Yes. In I would I love that. So, yeah. Mm. Like you can't fight the moonlight. <laughs> that's right. And then New Black Widow's like, but you're deaf. It's like, oh, you're bad at. You're not supportive. Like you're, you're bad rib- at you're singing. Ribbing, your ribbing is rude. Even if you weren't deaf, your singing would be bad. <laughs> I like this idea of a, a mean black widow who yeah. can't read the room. Anyways. You're not as good as the last black widow. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Whew, I'm hungry, Mason. I'm hungry because I've been thinking about delicious HelloFresh meals and it makes me hungry. Why don't you just eat some some crap? You know, just some old no, no, just no, no, some no. takeaway crap, food. some crap. Just go to the drive, get some crap, and it's, you eat it and you're like, ooh, no, nah, I don't like this. Ooh, ooh, and I don't have the satisfaction of making it myself. Ooh, why don't you do that? Can I offer an alternative? I guess. Okay, so because HelloFresh offers convenient delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. And the recipe is easy to follow and quick to make with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way. And you can save 40% by using HelloFresh versus shopping at your local crap grocery store, as you recommended to do just then, Mason. James, I'll stop you right there. And it's more convenient too. You had me at HelloFresh. <laughs> So I don't need to do this? No, you probably should anyway. Okay, cool, cool. I I believe they are paying us for this. (laughs) Yes. 
HelloFresh delivers fresh, high-quality, pre-proportioned ingredients so you can make meals that are delicious and nutritious. And over 90% of the ingredients are sourced directly from growers to ensure peak flavor and ripeness. And since they offset their operation, travel, and shipping emissions, HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought grocery-made meals. My goodness. I know. That's from the University of Michigan. You can also save 40% by using HelloFresh versus shopping at your local grocery store. And again, it's more convenient. Here's the thing, Mason. Here's something. I try HelloFresh. I bloody love it, mate. I need it. I'm all over it. I recently had the Asian pork meatball tacos with creamy slaw and sweet chili glaze. Again, easy to follow, delicious, pre-proportioned. I'm not like, I've got too many meatballs, but not enough glaze. Right. The perfect amount, perfect Mason. amount together. That's and that's right. now, what the, what's great about that is you, you hear about that. You hear that, that mm. with the glaze and the slaw and the, and the meatballs, and you're like, too hard, too hard for me. It's not hard. It's not I hard at all. I can do it. I'm an idiot. Even this idiot can do it. And here's the thing, you can do it too. If you're an idiot, you can do it. Or you don't have to be an idiot. <laughs> you can be a normal person. You can be a normal person. <laughs> So if you go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyPlanet90 and use code WeeklyPlanet90, as in Nino, you can get $90 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyPlanet90 and use code WeeklyPlanet90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Let me get into it if you want some bloody good food, mate. Carbon emissions, offset, all those kinds of things. It's delicious. It's not some crap. The Mason suggested up top. Yeah, I regret that now. This is better, isn't it? I somewhat regret that now. Good, yes. good, good. I'm with the show. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. Uh, Warner Brothers' entire slate for 2021, mm. uh, which is kind of Wonder Woman will kick this off this year. They're going to be doing 17 films that are releasing to cinemas, but at the same day are streaming on HBO Max. Now, it was a little bit unclear in a lot of the articles and on Twitter. Yes. A lot of people seem to have gotten the impression that they were l- releasing literally everything on the same day. No. They are not doing that. Why would that be the case? I don't know, but some people were like, is that true? It's not true. No, that's it's not true that's, at all. That's definitively not true. Yeah. The idea is that uh, they'll run for a month and then they'll go to other, uh, they'll push them out on like Amazon and Apple and Now, you else. might know the answer to this question. I don't if know you haven't begun. No, no. But, uh, what I mean is you can use your Google machine. Uh, oh, when you, if you have an HBO Max subscription, and when Wonder Woman comes out on HBO Max, do you have to pay an additional fee for Wonder Woman? Or Great is it question. Included? And no, this is all part of the program. So I think the uh, the idea behind that um, the system that the Disney Plus kind of tested with Milan, uh-huh. I, I think that didn't do well. And, right. Uh, well, we don't really know because they don't release official numbers on that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think the idea behind this is they, they have, got two. They yeah. Got me and you. Yeah, that's right. But they the thing is like theaters and. Movie studios have this backlog of films 
and it's going to be two years worth of films that will, I guess, have to release in the one year, yeah. right? And the longer the movies stay on the shelf, they're not making you money. You're losing money because mm. you're not, you know, you're not putting them out. They're losing value. Losing value. That's right. Mm. The year 1984 gets further and further away and people are like, we don't understand these right, references. Exactly. People are taking the, the discs off the shelf. They're looking at them. They're smudging, getting their dirty hands on Gross, them. Yeah. They're scraping them when they put them back on the shelf. Ooh, it's Christopher Nolan's just tut-tutting the whole time because yeah. that's to him is not cinema. That's you know exactly I mean? right. Scorsese's there as well. Coppola, they're all there <laughs> they're saying all... this is not cinema. Yeah, and then people are like, didn't you release something to Netflix? And he's like, yeah, but it was not very good, was it? It was all right, I it's, guess. All these films are becoming more not cinema by the day, so you got to get them out there. <laughs> got to get them out there. No? Digitally, though, so I think uh, I think if Christopher Nolan had a movie coming out at this point, this would be the exception. But I think the the release of Tenet, like what's happening with Disney Plus and the numbers that they're getting, mm. and I think the fact that they're, they're sitting on all this stuff and they need to build HBO Max, these are all factors that are yeah. contributing. I don't think necessarily in the short term this is going to make them a lot of money, but it will in the long term. If it depending on the amount of subscribers, because yeah. again, like with a lot of, I don't think a lot of people would see every one of these films. I probably won't see every one of these films, mm. but it doesn't matter. You're still paying every month for yeah. who knows how long. Exactly. Yeah, and it might not. You know, it might not be for. Eventually, people I think will twig. Like once once this whole once the bad situation is over. Yeah. Uh, I think people will eventually go. Hey, they're not releasing all these movies. They're not releasing huge blockbuster movies on HBO Max anymore. Mm. But that could take three years yeah. or five years and eventually when you can't finally cancel your subscription, they've gotten, you know, you ten, 10 bucks a month for five years. Exactly. Or it is, so. And the other thing about this is they're saying it is a unique one-year plan, but that is dependent on how this goes. Oh, yeah. Because if this goes very well, this mm-hmm. is not a, a one-year thing. This is a forever thing. Yeah. And also if, if, if again, you know, uh, we get a vaccine and it gets distributed enough mm. that, that, you know, we get some immunity going People around. People want to take it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Then they might go, mm, in light of recent events, we're not releasing this stuff. I think these are locked in no matter so? what. I don't oh, think okay. they'll deviate from – because I think if you say to people – Sign up and you'll get these seminars. Oh, films. that's true. Yeah. You'll have to. You'll people, have to will do it. people will sue. Yeah, people <laughs> there'll will be, be a big upset. class action. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, again, I I think this is this is a one year plan if it doesn't work, and I think also yeah. there will be exceptions. I think like the next Christopher Nolan thing, this won't happen. He's like he has say, you know, yeah. and obviously how his things are, are seen. But apparently, also a number of these filmmakers involved in this uh, didn't know they were doing this. Yeah, so right. they just sprung it on them the way that everybody was. So mm. we don't really know how they feel about that because the director's not going to be like, ah, oh, boo. That's true. You know what I <laughs> we'll mean? know in not some in years. years. To, well, yeah, we'll know when their particular Warner Brothers contracts have expired exactly. and they're not doing any more work for them. And then we'll know. Then we'll know. Then we'll know. They'll lash out on TikTok. <laughs> With a dance? I don't know, Mason. Okay. But we'll know. The Wachowski's just doing a dance That's on right. TikTok? Well, it's only one Wachowski, oh. The Matrix, yeah. Mm. So what I thought we'd do, uh, actually, there's one more thing I want to talk about. I, I think, first of all, I think this is going to inform everything. I think mm. this is going to, I think they saw what Disney Plus are doing and they probably know that a bunch of Disney Plus stuff, including Black Widow, are probably going to streaming. Probably. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. We don't know. Uh, they also, it's, uh, but also. But they probably know. They, I'd Like say, there's probably scuttlebutt in between the Marvel know. guys and the, the Warner Brothers guys, you know. There's definitely scuttlebutts. Mm. But, uh, Down at the bullpen? Yes. Stock Stan the, Lee's bullpen? Oh my <laughs> God. They still use that? Yeah. Rad. So IMAX stock fell 7%. AMC stock fell by 17%. Cinemark, these are US brands, obviously. Yeah. Cinemark sell. What about Greater sell, Union? But that's a strange thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we don't have HBO Max. Oh, a yeah. lot of countries don't. So 
Probably not. What about the Village Drive in at Coburg? What do you think? What's going on with that then? I don't know. I've never been. Is it good? I think I saw Jumanji there actually in 95, not new Jumanji. Okay, right. Mm. I ring my dad, ask him if that's the case. I can ring him now if you want. No, that's okay. Okay, cool. I'll ring him after and then I'll record it and I'll put it in. Put it in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay. So cut to you and your dad having a conversation (laughs) about whether or not you he took you to see Jumanji in 1995. Correct. Okay. How much of that do you think will be you explaining what movie Jumanji was? (laughs) He knows Jumanji. I'm impressed by some of the stuff my dad watches. He's like... (laughs) He's like, I've been watching Shit's Creek. I bloody love it. And I'm like, I would never have thought that you're loving Shit's Creek. And he's like, Yeah, it's great. It's funny. I'm like, Cool. I thought you only watched British murder mysteries. That's right. cool to me. My parents love Breaking Bad. There you go. But yeah, they my don't parents love, love Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul. Well, that's because they haven't seen enough of it, Mason. It's an equally good show. Right. I'll let them know. <laughs> Please get them on the phone. I'll call them up. Hang <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, AMC also they had a, they had a big shit fit about. This. Oh, the, the head of AMC was like yeah. meh. Which also, but they also struck a deal with. I think it was. It's either Paramount or Universal for this shorter release window. So they also kind of kicked a lot, bunch of this stuff off. Also, so, they have a channel. Yes, they do. Where presumably they release movies. Probably they do that. And somehow that yeah. is very hypocritical it's, of them in my opinion. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, I'm not saying that AMC, the idea of the shorter release window, directly contributed to this. But you can't be like, you, 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 this, some of this, you were doing some of this. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, and, and. You know, and, and also you talked about how you weren't going to work with certain brands and then you That's ended right, up with, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks for cinema chains. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's awful. But um, I, again, as we talk about whenever we bring this up, what do you do? Yeah, Because if, sure. if people aren't going, what do you do? All right. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, here's I was, was going to say, it's, uh, I, I read a reaction from Steven Soderbergh. I know him. Famous filmmaker. Mm. Uh he said the streaming push is just a reaction to an economic reality that I think everybody's going to have to acknowledge pretty soon, which is that even with a vaccine, the theatrical movie business won't be robust enough in 2021 to justify the amount of P&A, which I assume means... Poo and arms. Yes, poo and arms. Isn't that your family coat of arms? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, in, it's in the background of Nations 13. He licensed it out. Yeah, right. Uh, you need to spend to put a movie in a wide release. There's no scenario in which a theatre that is 50% full or at least can't be made 100% full is viable paradigm to put out a movie. But that will change. We'll reach a point where anybody yeah. who wants to go to a movie will feel safe going to a movie. You, he's right. I think yeah. and they, movie theatres will bounce back. Like I don't think this is the end. In of, some form, yeah. Yeah. I th- It'll look, be different. Look, on a, you know, I think the, the, the reality of it is that some cinema chains will collapse. Yeah. Some, maybe some individual... Cinema, the smaller like yeah, the, the mom and pop cinema chain. Yeah, but that I also sucks. you know, yeah, like just you know, like you know, an individual cinema in your town or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I yeah. think a lot of the if I think you know, in a lot of times there there has been a push to being like, okay, well they sell other things or they you know, yeah. you can pre-book gift certificates or things like that. Yes. And so if you can help out a local cinema in that way, you know, you probably should. But I think yeah, there 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 there's no scenario in which. The cinema going experience will go away. I mean, people just they people love, it's a, it's electric. Yeah, it'll be around to some degree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but again, I think it will look different. Mm. I think it's going to look depending on where they can make the most money. So if they yeah, realize yeah. that oh, we'll make billions of dollars by yeah, you know, in a couple of years, and that's what we'll get. Well, is that, yeah, he's, yeah, he goes on to say that's the holy grail. The theatrical business is not going away. There are too many companies that have invested too much money in the prospect of putting out a movie that blows up in theaters. There's nothing like it. It's all going to come back. Okay. Uh, but I think I think Warner's is saying not as soon as you think. Yeah, well, that yeah, 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 that seems to be what they're saying. Here's a question for you though, Mason. Yes. How do you feel about this? 
Because uh, you famously, like me, are mixed on the cinema experience <laughs> because of people who go to the cinema. Go to the cinema with you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, that, well, that's the thing. That's I'm... why we go separately because we hate our cinema habits. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always saying, boo, cinema, and you're always saying, yay, cinema. That's right. Doesn't sync up. Doesn't sync up. People don't like it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think from the perspective of the United States, I think this is a really good idea. Safe idea. It's a yeah. very safe idea. Like, and again, we're like... Australia, Victoria specifically, is currently COVID-free. Yeah. There'll probably be resurgences and... and well, certainly, yeah. But currently you can go to see stuff at the cinema if you want to. You can see Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. It's re-releasing on December 17th. Is it for real? Yep. Wow. We did a caravan of garbages on them. Caravan of garbage. Very good. Early on BigSandwich.co. But, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think. But even then, I'm not still 100% comfortable no, with No, neither am I. And even though as as someone uh, who I work weird hours, and so yeah. I can go, and you you as well, you yeah. we can go, you know, 11 a.m. on a Wednesday and there's literally nobody else in yes. the cinema. Uh, and that's really the only – that would be the only scenario in which I would feel fully safe going yeah, to the cinema. Empty, in a mostly empty cinema. In a mostly yeah. empty cinema uh, where you can have – at least two seats either side of you and front and back. If not more, cl- yeah. More clear. Um, and that's the that's really the only reason I went to see Tenet this time around. Yeah. If, if, you know, so. I wouldn't have done it with a, even a half capacity. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone, yeah. Um, but I'd, for America especially, where there's no guarantees. And a lot of Europe actually, yeah. I guess, yeah. Mm. And, that's, and again, in, in Australia, not to harp on, but in, yeah. in Australia, even, if, even in this scenario, you still had to wear a mask and... You know, yeah. wash your hands and social distance and all that sort of stuff. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't in a million years go into a cinema in America right Absolutely now. Absolutely not. Yeah. In a million billion years. So I think this is a great. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's, to me, it's not even about me because, like, I think if I got it, it probably wouldn't kill me. Right. But mm. maybe, maybe I had some. <laughs> Famous maybe, last words. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Or I could kill someone I know. Yeah. Or it could have long term effects on me or someone I know. Yeah. So I'm not risking Your it. Your butt could see. fall off. My butt would fall off. I'm not risking it to see The Little Things, released January 29th. Yes. Starring Denzel Washington. Speaking of your butt falling Rami Malek, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I was going to say, so uh, I think it's great for America mm. and it's also great for uh, this territory, Australia, because they forget we exist and as soon as anything is, gets a home release, it yeah. immediately gets pirated for the rest exactly. of the world. So. Which I don't want to do. No. So uh, maybe don't, maybe release them, like digitally everywhere yeah. in the world, but... Well, that's the. Well, that is. I mean, I don't understand what is stopping HBO Max expanding to the rest of the because world because a bunch of HBO Max stuff goes through Foxtel here. No, I know it does, yeah. but do they have an exclusivity arrangement with everything? They must. They must. I don't well, know. Yeah, I'd right? imagine so. Or they're thinking that they can get more from cinema chains internationally who aren't in heavy lockdown. Yeah, probably that true. Might be yeah. It. yeah, yeah. But um, again, you're opening the door for piracy there. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't know. My reference was going to be, doing. yeah, you know, Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah, <laughs> that's that? a, that's exactly what happened to that. It released like six months later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't understand why they can't just like surely they're not going to release Wonder Woman eighty four on that the Australian streaming service that get, gets a lot of HBO content here. Oh, it's surely going to cinemas. Not. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yes. what we're, I'm with you. I agree with all those things that you said. Thank you. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go through the schedule, the release lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, often we do this at the start of the year for like new stuff that's coming out. And we were like most anticipated, whatever. And we, uh-huh. we'll probably will still do stuff that's not on here. We'll do the same episode. We'll do the same episode. We we'll just put, plug this in. I'll even <laughs> put the bit in about me asking my dad about uh, <laughs> about Jumanji. But uh, 
Yeah, so we're just going to go through the list. And oh. I've got a little synopsis for each. This is from Decider.com. Okay. Uh, so the first one out of the gate, and I think this actually might have moved, it's still up in the air, is Mortal Kombat, January 15th. Huh. I so, was not aware that was a Warner Brothers from, uh, brand. Da, da, of course it is. Huh. It, remember, it's in, the, it's in the logos when the game boots up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Nether Realms and it's Warner Brothers and yeah, it's other yeah, things. Yeah, right, and, right, right. You know, now they have eight different <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why I tune out, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It's directed by Simon McQuaid. By Simon McQuaid and filmed McQuaid? in Adelaide. Adelaide. Oh, it, is, it was filmed in Australia, wasn't it? It was. So uh, it's basically, it's obviously, it's a video game of the same name. Mark's the third <laughs> installment of the successful franchise, but it's blah, blah, this... Successful, successful franchise. Well, a-, a franchise, yeah. A franchise. Uh, so uh, Ludi Lin is playing uh, Liu Kang this time around, uh, I believe. And it's, um, yeah, it seems like it has like the cast appropriate for the people from the areas that they are from. So they haven't whitewashed everybody, okay, which cool. is good, I think. Mm-hmm. So, so Scorpion's from Hell. Scorpion's from Hell, that's right. right. Katana's from, is Katana the good one with the reptile face or the other one is? Katana is the good one with the normal face. Melina is the evil one with the reptile face. Very good. Yeah. Johnny uh, Cage is from Holly Weird. He's from Holly Weird, mate. So it's um, it's Mortal Kombat again, and yeah, why not? Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. say this. Oh, I wanted to put a thing in. Would you go? Would you actually go to the cinema in this for this for a regular year? Oh, and here's a good one. Here's a question yeah. for you: Do you think watching this on your television would impact it negatively? Like, are you going to like oh, for each one for each one of these? <laughs> well, I, mean, I think the answer is probably yes for a lot of these. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's there. There, you know, some some people have a big, you know, decent. We've got decent sized TVs. Some people yeah. watch their everything on a laptop or phones or whatever. On yeah. Phones sometimes, yeah. Doesn't matter, so, yeah. Yeah. So uh, some some people watch. You know, HBO Max on one of those old CRT monitors that are just That's orange right. and black. I think for a lot of these, though, these big releases, I think I am going to do the put your phone away, close everything, focus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to anyway. Yeah. I don't, we know, we don't know that will last, but there is. I'm going to try to do it in a way that I would do if I went to regular movies. I think that is going to be an excellent uh, sort of thing I would do. Brave, would you even say? No, none of that's correct. Okay, no, 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 no. I thought you were complimenting me. Okay, it's going to be a, the coward's way out. <laughs> but no, I think I think that's going to be an excellent yardstick in terms of is this actually a compelling movie? Yeah, right. Okay, put your yeah. phone there. Maybe put it upside down. Yep, so yep. you can't see it. Yeah. So you're not. I distracted. have to put my phone across the room because I'll just look at it, even right. if they're not doing anything. Oh yeah, yeah. So because I'm, I'm, I'm a fool, James. This might be the era for like really knowing if movies are good. <sighs> Finally. Because right? we didn't know we before. We didn't know. We were just <laughs> guessing every single time we yeah. review a movie. And we just, honest to God, we'd just flip a coin before the podcast started. I mean, Manx in black and white, it seems like it should right? be good. Right, but exactly. We flipped that coin. <laughs> and occasion, and on the rare occasions when we have a different opinion, it's because we flipped the coin and it landed on its side and it just st- sat, stood there. And we just don't side. know anymore. Haunted coins. Haunted coins. Right. That's what, we're going to find out about these things. Yeah. The, the little things I mentioned, January 29th, Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, Jared Leto. It follows she, uh, Sheriff Deputy. Yes. Denzel Washington, he teams up with the detective Baxter Malek to catch a serial killer, Leto, in California. Well, uh, talent is seeking out know, these other cases. He strays from the rules with his own unconventional methods, et cetera. So seven, I guess, ish. Sounds seven ish. Yeah. Seven ish. So I would not see that at the movies if I did not have to. Ah, uh, yeah, that sounds like a thing. It's that a would small come to Netflix screen. And it's not it's good. a small screen. I don't think it would necessarily be not good. It's also was coming out in January, which means it's probably not good. Probably not good then. Or right. not great. It might, it'll probably be like the Bone Collector, which may or may yeah. not also have. God, remember that era? Yeah. It was just Bone Collector sequels. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was. It was like Halle Berry, Angelina Jolie, like 
Uh, Ashley Judd was Ashley in there Judd. sometimes, yeah. I, to be fair, like I love a lot of those movies. Uh-huh. Like I love an Ashley Judd movie, mate. Yeah, I'm a yeah, big fan. Sure. Uh-huh. Next up, we recently got the Bone tra- Collector 3, still boning. Still boning, can't stop boning. Bone Collector 4, the Miracle Mile or whatever. What was that, what was that American Pie so oh, yeah. called? That one, whatever one. The Golden Mile, I don't know what it's called. Whatever it was. Something about a Viagra one. Yeah, that's how they keep boning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep on boning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it uh, because there's a, there's a new American Pie, like a straight to um, DVD one or whatever. And uh-huh. it's like, it's a girl's rule or whatever. And people are like, oh, you've ruined. Uh, what, oh, you've ruined the... Why does everything have to be uh, girls or whatever? <laughs> you've now. ruined the purity of yeah. uh, the American Pie franchise. If you show me a DVD collection of every American Pie movie, including the 17 that went to that went direct to DVD, then you can you have the right to have that opinion. Uh-huh. But other than that, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. This is a dead franchise. Nobody's watching them anyway. Bloody, like it's like some sacred fucking movie yeah. franchise. I mean, the first one's in the Criterion Collection. Is it? No. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> there's some shit in that movie that you like. There's two Michael Bay movies in the Criterion Collection. Which ones? Uh, I can't remember. Let's okay. look it up. Yeah, all right, cool. We recently got the trailer for this one, Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah, um, I'm not going to say that. For a billion dollars. I think this is... No, I wouldn't see it at the cinemas either, but I think this would be one that... I think it's it's a nice kind of throwback to like when they used to do the like the the 2D animation blended with the live action kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And it's got a bit of slapstick stuff. It's got okay. that... It looks like it's got more of that classic Tom and Jerry feel, mm. which is because most of Tom and Jerry's and them just beating each other up or whatever. I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. haven't got weird fur and stuff. You know what I mean? I guess that's, that's like, probably They do just look like regular like Tom cartoons and Jerry. And There's not going to be any outcry mm. for them to be redesigned. Yeah, that's right. Unless we want a horrible Sonic-style, you know, backwards design. I want so. that. It's directed by Tim Story, though, who did... I think he did the two Fantastic Four movies. Ah. The two best ones? The two best ones. I don't know. I was speaking of the two best ones. The movies in... The Michael Bay movies in the Criterion Collection are Armageddon and The Rock. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're probably... They're, of his movies, they're probably my favourite. Yeah. Mm. The Many Saints of Newark. You know what this is? No. It's by Alan Taylor, but this is a, the Sopranos prequel. Oh, right. It yeah, stars okay. Michael Gandolfini, who's James Gandolfini's son, as young uh, Tony Soprano. Yeah, right. So there you go. Um, this is interesting. It takes place in the 60s. Obviously, the original series took place in the 90s and the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So I've got to watch that show. So then I can watch this <laughs> yeah, and go, right, yeah. very good maybe. Yeah. yeah. I... Would only go to the cinema if I watched the entire series of The Sopranos before and I really liked it. Okay. What about you? Would you go to this? Yes. Mm, yes there you I go. So you're a fan. Yeah, I love The Sopranos. Do you love the episode? Do you think they're going to put young Robert Patrick in it who owns the sporting goods store? Yes. That's an episode I've seen. Ah, there I haven't seen go. many, right, but I know right, that yeah. one. Uh-huh. There you go. I think it's going to be packed to the rafters with um, the stars of Australian TV's packed to the rafters. Really? Yeah. Hugh mm. Sheridan? Yeah. Hugh Sheridan's going to be in it. Love it. Yep. Great. Uh, what about this one? Hugh <laughs> Sheridan's in that one. He's a guy, he's an actor. Yeah, he's you're absolutely things. right. Good pull. All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anyway, but the Lowe's last two were in March. This is all subject to change. They'll probably yeah, space sure. them out over the year mm-hmm. or whatever. This is Reminisce. So it's Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Tandy Newton, Daniel Wu, directed by Lisa Joy, and it's a sci-fi drama. follows Nick Bannister, a man living in, living, living in Miami That's in the, the future. That's the fakest name I've ever heard. It's a real name. No, yeah, it's Apparently not, it's based no. on a real man. He's no, real. I doubt, no, it's not. And no, there's no, a no, picture no. of him pointing to himself, and there's a speech bubble that says, I'm real, bro. I'm just keeping it real. Wow. He's not a skateboard. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> anyway. Wow, I'm sorry, sorry to... <laughs> Wow. I'm, look, I made a real assumption there and I apologise. I'm man enough to know. 
So when I'm wrong, Nick Battister so. is real. Yes. Yeah. When rising sea levels have transformed Stupid the city, name, Nick has a unique ability to let his clients revisit any memory in their past. And when he meets May Ferguson, he merely falls for her. But another client's memories make him question what he thought he knew about her. Oh. There was a movie where Robin Williams was a guy who would collect your memories when you, you're dead. and he'd Patch, cut, Adams. Yeah, Patch Adams. That's the right. clown doctor who'd steal your memories when <laughs> no, you die. He would cut them into like a trailer of your life which would like play at your funeral or whatever. Huh. So this seems like it's got, sounds like it's got similar things uh, to that. So look okay. at your memories. It's probably a lot of people like, you know when you see like a memory in a movie, it's always like a couple in a field. And it's like, who's yeah. doing that in the long grass? Here, here I'd be like, snakes. Like that's yeah, all I'm right. thinking when I'm in a long field yeah, yeah. in the hot weather. Or it's like um like a little kid and there there's a there's like a cake and it's like there's like twinkly music totally, and like yeah. the candles are lit and it's all soft focus and it's like maybe it's, someone's pulling them on, along on a red car. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> towards the cake. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bad. And eventually you'd be like, I want my money back. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> it's just a yeah, it's just a bad Photoshop job. It's just you and your face just stuck on whatever. It's too. a group of people who all like they're all bragging about their memories that they got from this dude and they're like, Why do we all have the same memories? I wasn't a little girl in a little blue dress being pulled in a red wagon towards a cake. I'm a man. And they'll beat him up. They'll beat him up. Next up we've got in May. Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, that's going to long that delay. Is, that's going to suffer being. I'd not see reminisce. Rev. I think maybe. Oh yeah, I need a trailer, but I yeah. might say. Yeah, I would want to. I would want to see the trailer and not go. I like who's in it as well. Yeah, I would want to see it and not go. Oh, this is just that the movie Robin you made, Williams the Robin Williams movie, one you mentioned, stealing there. memories. But also, yeah, I'd want to. I'd want to see the tone of it. I wouldn't rush. I yeah. need to see it. Yeah, yeah. more of it before I definitely see it. Godzilla vs. Kong, I would 100% say. Um, At cinema? I think you have to. Yeah. For the big for the big screen experience. Yeah. Uh, so it's a sequel to the other ones and whatever. It's directed by Adam Wingard. And when I say you have to. You don't have to. If you can't, you should probably see it at home. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely. Yeah, well, I'd watch it. Adam Wingard, who you might know from, uh, let's see, what else has he done? Now that's a great name and a real name also. Real name. There's a picture of him, and he's, but he's like, it's not my real name. He's, point, he's, on, a, <laughs> he's, he's on a Segway. I don't know. Oh, man, come on, Wingard. <laughs> you've, let, you've let the whole side down here, mate. He uh, he directed the Blair Witch reboot from 2016. Okay. He directed Death Note, which everybody hated. Yep, he sure did. But um, I didn't mind it because I'd never seen Death Note, so I'm like, what an interesting idea in a weird movie. Uh-huh. But he also did The Guest. Did you ever see The Guest? Nope. That was uh, the movie. It's it's like, um, it's what's it like? It's 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 uh, it's got bloody what's you don't his name even in it? No, it's got it's Dan like. Stevens in it. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Of um of Allegiant fame. That's yeah. right. And he goes to like he's he's a ex marine or something, and he goes and visits the home of like a, one of a, his buddy who died, and it uh-huh. turns out like maybe he's a psychopath, but he's also trying to help them at the same time. But he's also maybe insane. Oh, it's really good. Huh? Is that on a streaming? That would be on something. Yeah. Cool. But definitely watch that if you haven't seen that. It's like also Terminator esque. It's also like. Halloween esque. I feel you've it's recommended this, be- I probably this before, have. and I've been like, "That's intriguing." I'll definitely get to that, yeah, it's and good, then man. I just threw my phone in a yeah. bin or something. So yeah. what I'm saying is, yeah, that could be good. I mean, I didn't like the last one, but um, yeah, but whatever. I liked Kong Skull Island, though. What about this, Mason? I know you're a big fan of this franchise, The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, Vera Farmiga is back. Patrick Wilson. So after, also known as Conjuring Three, the third film in the horror franchise, etc. Uh, about Ed and Lorraine, and they look for a murder case, which is a suspect is a, a demon, or maybe he's possessed by a demon and demons. 
you know those famous uh, uh, those famous grifters from real life who this franchise is based off. Yes, yeah, but they people like these, don't they? They like them. They like watching a movie and not a lot happens for quite a long time, and then something. And then bang! Moves. Yeah, then something moves, and you're like, ah. Mm. James the Guest is on Shudder. There you go. Yeah, the famous horror movie famous, streaming service. That's a service. good streaming service. Mm-hmm. My brother likes the Conjuring movies. I will not see this. Which brother? Uh, the one you don't like. Yeah, no, that makes that stacks up actually. Is the are the Nun movies based? Uh, the, they yeah, from spin-offs? that universe, I think. Yeah, the and yeah, there's other ones as well. Annabelle's from based Annabelle on Creation, that? Yeah, yeah, but Annabelle Regular. Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle Regular. Unleaded. Annabelle No Sugar. Annabelle Premium. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, what do we got here? I didn't have another one. So no, I didn't gonna... have another one. Either. Okay, good. Back in my brains. <laughs> this one I would see, and I would take Claire, and we'd have a fun time huh. in the heights. I th- honest to God, I thought you were going to say we'd, we'd we'd go together and we'd have a fight. <laughs> yeah, we'd fight in the car park after the movie. Which one's in the heights? Like, again? but like Fight Club. Yeah, style. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like old Queensbury rules style. <laughs> That's right. Putting your dukes up. <laughs> Crowd would gather. Crowd would gather. Yeah. Um, John, directed by John M. Chu, who I like. He, uh, I think he did. He do Crazy Rich Asians. I think he might have, and he might have done some of the GI Joe movies. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, he did one of the GI Joe movies, and he did Now You See Me Too, which is your favorite movie. Not true. Uh, it's your favorite movie. It's not and, though. And it's so not even the titles. In good. the Heights God. is the Lin Manuel Miranda musical he did before Hamilton. Oh, I see. And I like the trailer. Uh-huh. And it's uh, it's about like a like a community in mm. um, Washington Heights, and it looks fun and hip hop. Zero interest. Also, Annabelle Cool Ranch. Very the dressing. The the Ritos flavor. Okay, cool. Uh, that's not, I don't know because that didn't tie into the other things we did, but I'll, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess Mason. What a stick in the mud. <laughs> Annabelle, stick in the mud. I can just say anything. This is one too. Yeah, that was great actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Annabelle mic stand. Oh, I'm loving this. This is great. Annabelle, zero sugar. Zero sugar. I Wait a minute. No, I invented that one. <laughs> so it, on July 16th, yes. Space Jam and New Legacy. Zero interest. LeBron James, Don Cheadle. Oh, I, would, I'm back in. I would see this. Did you ever see The Goat? I think he was in The Goat. Ah. Uh, which was LeBron? a basketball. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. It was Don Cheadle. Oh. Uh, yeah, it is. It's about this dude. Uh, this Like he was one of the greatest basketball players of all time, but he had he never made it to the NBA because of various personal and drug-related problems. Oh. I remember liking this movie. I don't remember, I don't know if it's it holds up, but yeah, Don Cheadle started in that. But anyway, uh, so I would only go to this if my son, we watched Space Jam and he went, yeah, cool. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Yeah. Has he, is he, he, so he's yet to see Space he Jam. He hasn't seen Space Jam. It's yet. not that he's seen Space Jam and he went, no. I'd have to explain all the references. Yeah, that's true. You know that's I mean? from Pulp Fiction. That's Lola Bunny, I'd say. That's Foghorn Leghorn. I guess he's racist when you think about that's it. That's when you think, yeah. See, the ref, it's quite clever because Marvin the Martian is the referee because they're playing Martians, but he's also originally a Looney Tune. Yeah. So he's kind of somewhere in the middle. It's actually great that they've done that. Mm. And he's like, I'm in the other room. And you'd be, I'm not yeah, this. and you'd be you'd be like some people think Lola Bunny's quite hot, but actually I like the fox from uh, from the Robin Hood animated Mason. series. I wouldn't say that because that's not actually true. That's something <laughs> you would say if you were in the room. Only if I was doing an impression of you. <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, hey, kid, come here. Here's some stuff. Here's some weird stuff about your dad." That's a good point. I shouldn't show him this, right? Cause yeah, because like father, like son. That no, really, that, Mason, that's gonna run in the family. It's genuinely not. I look not to kink shame. Mm. Like whatever you want. It's just not for me. Mm. It's not for me, Mason. If anything, it's for you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, Space Jam. <laughs> What's it called? Space Jam, you can tell. A new legacy. Tells the story of LeBron James' mission to rescue his missing son, Bronny. Does he really have a son named Bronny? Yeah, his name's Bronny James. Okay. Bronny James Dio? I don't know. Okay. He finds his way to. be Bronny James Dio. That's right. And so he, uh, he, he finds his way uh, through different Warner Brothers movies and faces off against the villain, Al G, which is Cheetor. And like the first film, Space Jam, Space Jam 2 also features Bugs Money and more Looney Tunes. I like that it's not just the monsters are back and we've got to play another basketball game. That that description, like I'm I'm in and out on that, but the description sounds interesting. You were saying different movies, different movies. Maybe right? we're gonna go to all the 17 movies of 2021. Oh my god! That's right. I'm checking if he's got a son named Bronny. I, I absolutely insist that if they do that, the 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 space jam, does. Yeah. the space jam characters have to appear in the movie. Like in the movie that they're crossing over into, okay. like you go to the, you're watching the Matrix Four, and then just again, just Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, they have to be in it. Yeah. They have to be in it for a second. And he's like, I say, I say, I say, and they're like, Whoa, <laughs> oh, whoa, yeah, yeah. this isn't really uh... this weird Jared Leto murder mystery thing, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Porky Pig's in it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not big on the Looney Tunes anymore. Mm. I used to be, uh-huh. but apparently there's some there's some good stuff that they're kind of. You know, they've okay. been in recently. Next we've got the Suicide Squad. Yes. James Gunn, obviously. No, soft reboot, they're saying, standalone sequel, whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We know everyone who listens to this knows what this is. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely the cinema. Yeah. Me, uh-huh. Obviously. Yeah. Um, this is one of the ones that I'm looking forward to the most. Uh-huh. And, yeah, Suicide Squad, am yeah. I right? And if, and if you know, if we go to the cinema, maybe there'll be like a, some sort of standee. We can hold a big mallet. Yeah. You know, or... You can do that at home, though. You can, you can, you can pretend you have no arms. Who's got no arms in that? The guy who Nathan takes Philly. his arm off. The arm fall off, man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's fun. Yes. Yes. He better do it. He better be that character. And if he's not, they should fix it. So he is. <laughs> they should fix. Yep. I don't care how they do it. Make uh-huh. it happen. Yeah. Um, looks good, and I will see it in October. F- October first. This has been. This was supposed to come out around now, but uh, Dune or is it June? Uh, Danny Villeneuve. Yep. Um, it's obviously a reboot. And it's a, a classic Danny Villeneuve. It's not going to make any money. Well, maybe it will now. Maybe, well, maybe, will, maybe it'll get maybe more eyes on his, it. Yeah, maybe this will be his, his biggest uh, earner By ever. this time, you've had like 14 movies or whatever yeah. released. So they're just That's like, true, yeah. I guess we're watching Dune. Yeah, maybe the... Um, do these feel like they've been arranged in a way? No, they couldn't have, surely. I was going to say... I think the, these are just the last release dates yeah, that they've yeah, got yeah. here. But I think these will definitely shift. I wonder if I wonder if they'll shift in the sense of, okay, well, this one isn't gonna. We feel like this one isn't gonna do very well. But when did we, they film Space Jam two? Sorry, go on. Oh, yeah, good question, right? Yeah. Like when did they have a chance? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's all in the volume or whatever. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, let me check. Well, they're using other movies, so they just yeah. need a green screen. Sure, <laughs> they do. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, go on. Maybe it's set entirely within the Snyder cut. Oh wow, that'd yeah. be incredible. But what, what I'm saying is, would there be possibility that they go, okay, this movie isn't going to do, do too well, but mm. if this one does great, and then we put another one that's going to do great, people just won't unsubscribe. Yeah, in right. Okay, kind yep, of yep. thing, and they'll watch it by default. Gotcha. You might mm. be right. Uh, production wrapped in September of 2019, Ooh. so it did film. They made it. Oh, there you go. Good so for Dune. Them. Yeah, I would definitely say it's it's. Not that I don't like Dune. I don't know a lot about Dune, uh-huh, uh-huh. but I'll see anything Denny Villeneuve. Yeah. I mean, I'll be the only one there, but I'll see it. <laughs> I think this one will suffer if you can't see it on the big screen. Probably, yeah. Oh, we yeah. should have made that a thing in this as well. Did we not? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I thought 
thought we did. Oh well. Well, if we did, we didn't talk about we it. We really enough. did enough. Yeah, uh, I think it'll suffer because you want to see them big sandworms. I, I you want to see them huge in the big screen. You want them coming at you. I feel You're like be spooked. That hopefully, eat you. maybe by the time this does roll around, there'll be more opportunities to see that in the cinema by October mm. or the world over. Yeah. Next, we've got Elvis. It's directed by Baz Luhrmann. Okay. Uh, it stars Austin Butler, Tom Hanks. I think yeah. So. Butler is Elvis. Tom Hanks is the Colonel, or whatever Makes I think. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, and basically, it's a it's a biopic and the, or biopic, whatever yep. you say at home. And it's it's just about like what he's up to. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's these last. <laughs> oh yeah. It's these films since the Great Gatsby. The last film was Great Gatsby in uh-huh. 2013, which I didn't see. Did you see I that? saw it on something Netflix probably. I thought it was not bad. Wow. That's right. A stirring endorsement. <laughs> and off the back of that, did you see And I in- endorse all of Gatsby's actions. What? All of them. I, I think haven't seen it. I, I don't th- know. He's the main character and therefore the hero. That sounds about right to me. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's great, isn't he? Yeah, everything's about him is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all I know is he has a lot of parties and people yeah. are like, who is this Gatsby? I've just seen some tweets this uh, this week of people being like, oh, that great Gatsby boy. Like there's a, there's a lot of people who can't break, who can't um, understand the idea that if somebody is the main character of a story, they're not necessarily somebody to be, yeah, right. You know, uh, looked up to, kind of thing. I've Did seen a lot of. They could probably alter this film though with the inclusion of Foghorn Leghorn, right? And I think that would probably make him more relatable. Yeah, you think Elvis or Foghorn Leghorn or both? I meant The Great Gatsby. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Just yeah. take him back to 2013's The Great Gatsby. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like Australia. I haven't seen The Great Gatsby, but I do like Moulin Rouge, and I like Romeo and Juliet. Uh-huh. And I probably like. Is this endorsed movies. by the estate of Elvis, or is it like Stardust? No, I and think it it's like a endorsed. real one. Okay, right. I think it's a real one. I don't think I want to see any more music biopics unless they're different or good in some way. Well, that's the thing about Baz Luhrmann—you don't really know what he's going to do. You know what I mean? I guess that's true. So I think there's a chance. I'm going to wait for reviews before I see this for free. Yeah, I, <laughs> I won't. I wouldn't say. Also, I'm not. I'm not really an Elvis fan, to be honest. So yeah. it's not really. Um, if it was a band that I loved, like also, some, also, if it was a Sum Forty One movie, yeah. I would also, go. Also, how could how could this possibly compare to the episode of Do Go On that I was on, where we talked about Elvis? Did no. you do the research? No, Matt did. Did you talk about how he married a fourteen year old? That certainly came up a yeah, lot. Yeah, I bet yeah. it would. Yep. A lot. <laughs> Enough. 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 Uh, yeah. Look, yeah, look. Strictly boring, man. I mean, he did strictly boring. I know, yeah. but I, I feel, unless they say, look, this is the one that breaks the music biopic curse of they're all exactly the same. Yeah, I'm not saying it. Did you see? Uh, the Get Down on Netflix. No, that was like a Jaden Smith kind of vehicle. It, it only, I think, it only got a couple of seasons. But huh. I, yeah, it's set in the Bronx all, what was and that whatever. All uh, it's about R and B and and turntables. Wait, you're saying there's a movie? No, no, this is a series on Netflix. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? What's going on? No, here? the Get Down. This is a Baz Luhrmann thing. I'm saying. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. No, so I that's didn't what say. he's no, been no. doing. Okay, right. That's what he's been up huh, to. Okay. Anyway, Elvis. What about King Richard? It stars Will Smith. King Richard tells the story of tennis. Superstars Venus and Serena Williams uh-huh. and their coach and father, Richard Williams. The sports drama explores how the talented sisters were influenced by their dad and how they made them who they are today. It's weird that, like, that's the focus, like the dad and not the, the, the Williams the sisters. Williams is, yeah, right. How many, how many tennis titles has the dad won? Uh, it says here he won 100 in a row. Wow. <laughs> So that's probably and why he's, it's and he's, point, he's pointing at himself. And he's being like, "I'm better at tennis than my daughters." Yeah. Wow. I don't know anything about this guy. So I mean, I mean, obviously he's he's obviously had a huge influence on their life and yeah. is largely responsible for a lot of the things that they've done. But yes, yeah, no, I'm not really. That doesn't really at this moment. Yeah. It doesn't really interest me. Yeah. 
Oh, this the get down looks good though. Maybe I'll watch it. Justice Smith is in it from the Pokemon. That's movie. right. And uh, Jaden Smith and Yah uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen uh, the second. Yeah, I like uh, that dude. Yeah, the best. Mm. Uh, maybe I'll watch that this weekend. Maybe you will watch maybe it. Maybe I'll Mason. watch it. I like I like the history of that sort of stuff. I, I yeah, I haven't gotten around to it. What about Matrix Four, December twenty second? Let me tell you who's in it: Keanu Reeves. Yep. Carrie Ann Moss. Go on. Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, that's right. Niobe. That's yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so only Lana Wachowski on board. Are you board kidding for this about one. that though? No, no, she's in it. It's got, got a name got, on it. Both the Smiths have got a movie coming out this, this, this year. Who knew? Famous actors have movies that come out. I don't know. What was the last Jada Pinkett Smith movie that came out? She doesn't make movies, Mason. No, she does. What did she make? There was something. There was like a. I remember, the only one I can remember was like a. It was like a girls. Um, What's a girl's bucks night called? Hen's night. <laughs> yes, a girl's hen's night. Bachelorette party. Yeah, it was something like that, oh. I remember. I can I can look up the films if you want. She's in Angel Has Fallen. Girl's Trip, that's what it is. She was in oh, Bad Moms. Okay. She was in Magic Mike. Madagascar, one of the Madagascars, a few of the Madagascars. Men in Black 3, I didn't know she was in that. Yeah, she'd been, and she'd been obviously doing TV stuff as well. Tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> Matrix 4. Yes. I would see it even if they were like, this is the worst movie ever made. I would still see this. You could not not get me to see this. Isn't it? It's so close to coming out. I mean, a year, but still. A year, yeah. I thought there would it never got pushed back, Honest to God, I never thought there'd be another one. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I don't know whether this will be good. Yeah. But isn't it also maybe set in the real, real world and the Matrix existing right? movies or something? Oh, my God. Is this going to be another Wachowski swing and a miss? That some people love and some people do not love. Arlen One Speed Wachowski. Racer. I know. Yes. Yeah. But it's yeah. got that Wachowski magic. That's right. Yeah. One Wachowski. But Neil Patrick Harris is in as well. And again, uh, Yaha Abdul Mateen II also. He's so there you go. He's he's buddy. He's having, yeah. And by that I mean he was in a TV series several years ago. <laughs> yes, he was in The Watchman, but he was also the new Candyman or whatever That's as right, well. Yeah. So this guy's everywhere, mate. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, yeah, mate, yes, obviously, Matrix 4. Um, I'm not looking for something to like redeem the last two because they're not. We watched them recently, ish, and they're not terrible. They have got some interesting ideas. I still think they're terrible. Yeah, they're not great, but <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm not. I don't need them to rewrite any of those or any of that yeah. stuff. Just whatever. Do whatever you need to do to make a good Matrix movie. I think they should go absolutely insane. I don't know what they're doing right now, yep. but just go completely meta. Bring it into the real world. Bring sure. in the video games. Bring in the giant ants. Just go crazy. Maybe they they jump into Space Jam two, and Space Jam two is like we're supposed to jump into your movie, and then they James, start shooting everybody. James, you've gone everybody. too far. Oh, you said anything. No, that's a. You bit, said anything. No, There's no a, bad ideas. No, it seems a bit, no, a bit cringe what you've said. <laughs> what James. are you talking about? Nah, sorry. That's rude. Very cringe. What about this? Judas and the uh, and the Black Messiah. I've never heard of this, but it's got Daniel Kaluuya oh, yeah. and Lakeith Stanfield. Stanfield. So, like that alone, I'm like, yeah, sold it. Yeah, those guys are great. <laughs> So it's based on the true story of Fred Hampton, the leader of the revolutionary Black Panther Party. Oh. So there you go. Uh, and it's the it's the it's a get out reunion as well. Yeah, it is, yeah. Both those guys are in that. So and it's um oh it's produced by Ryan Coogler as well, Creed and Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely see this. It says the date is T B D. Oh. So that could that could be any point in time. I don't know whether this would be a like that this might be like a Netflix one for me though as well. I don't know. But if I had a spare night and I was like, I can go out because my kids are asleep. Yeah, that's yeah. what you can do, right? Yeah. Then, yeah, I'd definitely go and see that. Or one's got the other one in a chokehold. That's right. Like, just maintain that for a few hours. I'll be back. For a few hours. Yeah. These last two as well I haven't heard of. But um, oh, what about you? Would you see that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Good That being cast. said, I don't think that would diminish it not so... Mm. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Like what it looks like. Yeah. I don't know who's in it. I think that would be... I think, honestly, I, for me, that's the kind of movie that would benefit from me not being able to 
look like what well, I think I would probably be like is who's this and I'd look them up kind of thing. Oh, I'd like th- during. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I think I'd want to be like no distractions. Let's yeah. watch this. We well, can still thing. do that if you put your phone away, Mason. The yeah. ultimate test. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah, no, I'll do it. What about Malignant? Don't know what that is. Uh, it's directed by James Wan. Okay. Stars Annabelle Wallace and uh, Jake Abel. Mm-hmm. And very little is known about Malignant, but James Wan is a well-proven commodity. Oh, this is very helpful. This is a description. Okay. He directed the first Saw movie, the first Insidious movie, the first Conjuring movie, and even Fast 7. Whatever he's got for us to watch, we'll gladly devour. Really helpful. Very, very really helpful. Really helpful. Decider.com. <laughs> Let me look this up. Dun, 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 dun. I can't wait to, for whoever crosses over to the, the Warner Brothers joke we were doing, though. Am I right? Yes. Thanks. Very good. Brought it all back. James also. What is this? Annabelle, ginger and pomegranate. Mason, stop. You're making me sad. It's desperate. (laughs) (laughs) It's... there's nothing about this. Seems, you said it's not a superhero film. It's seems a, just more of a concept than a yeah. Than it's a, an it's an original not thriller, not based off anything. Huh. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Is it a horror movie? I don't know. I'm still looking forward to that Joe Manganiello movie, that Arch Enemy one, where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, where a, he's I'm, got a magic. From, I'm a guy from space or something. You know, yeah, that that's yeah. right. That's what he yells. All right, last one. Uh, mm. Those who wish me dead. Taylor Sheridan and Sheridan is one of the most exciting filmmakers, etc. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's it's an Angelina Jolie filmed. It's it's a it's a neo western. So there you go. It's a neo. What's it called again? Uh, Those who wish me dead. Huh. It's a neo western. I guess I'd say. I wonder if that is set in the, the Matrix. The Matrix. <laughs> or is it set? Is it a, is it a western set in the past, but it's got like new stylings? Or is it set now and it's like a modern day movie, but it's a western? Oh, I th- is well, the question. looking at this guy's films. Yes, well, I re- it's from um, uh, Taylor Sheridan. I was like, who's that? I know him. Yeah, he directed um, the last Sicario movie, which I still haven't seen, which is apparently a pretty good follow up. But he did uh, Hell or High Water. Yeah, you, you see that? No, it's about the bank robbers. It's got Chris Pine and. The dude who was Angel in X Men, Ben Foster, yeah, who was also in Three Ten to You. That's right, huh? And it's and they're on the and they rob a bank and they're on the run and what's his name comes after them. Jeff Bridges comes after them. You should watch Hell or High Water. Jeff Bridges, yeah, huh? Yeah, he's you know he's serious. I'll this write it time. down. Yeah, definitely write it down. It's really good. Um, and Wind River, which did I see Wind River? But is I that, did. Is That's that, the so is that a modern movie. day rep, is that a modern day western or not? Yes, huh. it is. And Wind River again is kind of a modern western ish. That's got Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Yeah, you should check out these. And he's he's doing Yellowstone, which oh. I haven't seen, but people like Yellowstone, don't they? Oh, the Kevin Costner show. Yeah, people like that, don't they? People like it. I should watch Yellowstone. Mm. I like Kevin Costner. I liked him in Waterworld and The Postman. I loved his vanity projects. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's all of them. Nice. Um, That one, again, I probably wouldn't necessarily see. I'd probably go, I'll oh, wait for this, unless I had a night where I'd be like, yeah, I can, yeah. I can make it to this. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, 2021, a solid 7 out of 10 as far as I'm concerned. Looks pretty good to me. Pretty good. If you had to pick one, what would you say? Is it The Matrix 4? No. Ooh, no. I would pick... I think that 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 gives me... That's that's too much. There's a risk that that could be very disappointing for me. It could be great and it could be very... It could yeah. be great or it could be not. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't take the risk if it's the only movie I'm saying. I might pick Dune yeah. or The Suicide Squad. But if I had, but probably Dune, if I had to pick one from this year. Because it's, 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 it's Villeneuve. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. But also, there's some other. This, this is a bloody banger lineup, man. As I said, a solid seven out of ten. Solid. There's seven good movies here, <laughs> at least. That's good. Anyways, is that all the things we That's need to talk the, yeah, about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, but there's more show. There is more show. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who quits uh, listening after we do this. I bit. don't look at and the analytics we, and before we go to what we read. And but what it we're might read. be. I should do. But you know, it actually gets better after this segment of the show. I feel. So, so you're saying this segment, what we read and what we're going to read, is a bit of a stinker. No, 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 it after. all gets better. It's oh, all, no, it definitely does. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. uphill from here, that's as right. in a real slog. Yeah, that's right. It's a real it's a real uh, Prometheus pushing that stone uphill or whatever it is. Great movie. And it keeps rolling back down on us and that's crushing right. us to death. Exactly. Here we go. What are we reading? We theme read? song. I'm doing the said Yellowstone because I want to watch Yellowstone oh, yeah. now. Hey, James, how about this? Yo. Annabelle, Ginger and Pomegranate. Mason, what are you doing? Is this like, <laughs> I don't understand what you're doing. I mean, people, I mean, they're probably, they're finding it funny that you're annoying me. Yes. But the joke in itself doesn't work on any level at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does a bit. You say that, but I haven't reached the third, the third time I say Annabelle, Ginger and Pomegranate. You I'll again. smash it and <laughs> cut your throat with it. <laughs> And that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Violence is Physical funny. Physical comedy. Funny. Anyway, what have you been reading this week? Star Wars Darth Vader. I don't know if you've been reading. I might have mentioned this before, but it's the new Darth Vader series by Greg uh-huh. Pak. Yes. And uh, Raffaele Lenko. Uh, and it's basically it's set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Okay. And it, so it's a different side of Darth Vader because he's just had that confrontation with Luke Skywalker and he's like, that fucked me up a little. Yeah, right. I've got a lot of things. I've got a lot of thoughts and feelings. So he's mm. doing all sorts of adventures and stuff. And Pal- Palpatine's like, you, if you're turning nice, I'm going to shoot electricity That's at you. That's interesting because he seemed to be pretty into the whole I am your father bit. Like, yeah, he, he loved was that. Into, he was loving it, right? Yeah, he had a great but time. So you're saying that after that he's like, maybe yeah, I went remember, a bit far. Because, you know, sometimes you yell at somebody or whatever or you have an argument and you're like, yeah, oh, I was actually a, pretty mean then. Yeah, I went, went a bit far there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, but then you speak to someone else and they're like, nah, fuck him, he deserved it. And you're yeah. like, yeah, fuck him. Yeah. But then you go away and you're like, still, maybe it was a bit. And then you're like, man, ginger and pomegranate <laughs> oh, was no. a great joke. <laughs> It was great, you think. You know, and then you're full no, of regrets. Nah, Annabelle, Ginger, nah, and Pomegranates. Nah, nah. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's all uphill. So, what the, what's the style of this? Like, what's the art style? Is it kind of. There's a certain, like. Good art. There's a certain. Je ne sais quoi. Yes, there is. But there's a certain. Star Wars art that looks like the Star Wars movie posters. You know what I mean? It's pretty oh, rare. It's got, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously with with a comic. Yeah, you can't necessarily get that level, and that's of also unsustainable. Exactly. Like they can do maybe that might do the cover. Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, no. Look, I, I, it's good. I've never thought about it, but it looks like Star Wars. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know what else to tell you other than I don't know anything about I art, it. and it looks good. But what are you reading? I also read a comic book this what week. What are you reading? Well, first I read an article on ComicBookHerald.com, oh. which is. Uh, uh, the best, the best uh, Kieran Gillen stories of all time. Okay, so I'm a big fan of Kieran Gillen. Where are you at then? What are, what are you? What are you? What are they pointing to? Well, I'm a big fan of The Wicked and the Divine. Which yes. Is, so Kieran Gillen's done a lot of like mythology stuff. Like he's done The Wicked and Divine, which is about gods that keep get, getting reincarnated as humans and they become like insta famous and rock stars and that sort of I stuff. I haven't read any of that. It's I really read, good. Yeah. I? Yeah. Um, he's de- he's de- he did a. a Journey into Mystery for Marvel, which was like a Loki story. He did an okay. Ares, he did a run with the Ares, which is like uh, the the Marvel Ares. Um, but he one that I missed out on completely. Yeah, and it's been going. It's one of those ones that's sort of sporadically been ongoing for about two years. What's this? Uh, it's called Die. 
So it's, uh, it's oh, I've been reading that. Have you been reading Die? I'd, it's the. Did it's we mentioned on here before. No, I think I mentioned on Suggestible, my less successful podcast. Oh. It's with the D and D one. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's so it's uh, Kieran Gillen writing, and then Stephanie Hans is doing the art, mm. and so Die, the singular of dice, yes, but also dying, dying. Um, so it's basically the pre- the premise basically is that uh, in the nineties, in the early nineties, there's this group of six kids mm. or teenagers. And they start playing sort of this tabletop role playing game that one of them invents, and then but. they all they all disappear, and then they reappear two later, two years later, and they're all like traumatized mm. and banged up, and one is missing an arm. Yeah, there's only five of them now. Like the yes. creator of the game isn't anywhere to be found, and whenever anybody asks them about it, they're like, "We can't say. Yeah, we we can't say what happened," kind of thing. And then years later, like in the modern day. Uh, they're all forty or whatever. They're all they're all forty or whatever. Yeah. But then one of them receives in the mail the bloodied twenty sided dice that the creator mm. of the game, like it was his signature die. Yeah. And then they all get together to discuss it. And wouldn't you bloody know it? They all get bloody sucked back into the game. But they've got like kids and divorces and yeah, shit. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And but, it's um and some of them love it, and some of them are like uh, some of them are like this is where I want to be, and yeah, some yeah. are like oh boo, really good I again. Think. Yeah, I agree. It's great. Yeah, it's, um. Uh, the the short version and Kieran Gillen describes it as uh, goth Jumanji, which I think is <laughs> yeah. not it's not inaccurate, but it's also very simple. I think that's sense. yeah, that's selling it short as well. Like yeah. you know, and, and I did, I have enjoyed the last couple of Jumanji movies, but it is just like we're having wacky fun and everything's cool yeah. and you get out of it and everything's great. But this is like everything is not cool. Yeah, this this is about like tragedy and loss and like. Not, every, every, not fitting in and, and, the, and, the ramif- world. and ramifications. Yeah, and like the world moving on without you yeah. or you changing and the world staying the same yeah. and sort of stuff. Like it's quite quite grim. Apparently, I, I looked into it, apparently uh, Kieran Gillen's inspiration for this comic book was in the 80s there was a Dungeons & Dragons cartoon and it's about that. this group of kids who get sucked into a game of Dungeons yeah, & Dragons yeah, and they're, they're, they're knights and wizards and whatever. And apparently the last episode written of the show had them all go back home but yeah. that episode was never produced, so uh, they're all technically still trapped in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh so God. that's the that's the the, the idea behind. Isn't that, this. That's a fun way. It's a fun buddy, you know. Yeah, ideas can come from things. Ideas can come from all kinds of things, can't they? That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. great. It's really good uh, if you haven't read it. And you've got. I'm like I'm not. A, I don't play any Dungeons and Dragons, oh. but you don't really need to have a. No, I don't Much think of so. Knowledge and of it's it. sort of like I think it's also based around. I mean, it was more like seventies and eighties, but like the panic around yeah, Dungeons totally, and Dragons, yeah, yeah. the people, kids were summoning the devil and whatever. Uh, he also did. I I wasn't aware of this, but I'm going to get to these this week. He did a Captain America and Batrock the Leaper comic book. Did he? Uh yeah. What's it called? I'm it's gonna... called Captain America and Batrock the Leaper. They're friends. I guess so, but it's more a story about about Batrock the Leaper and like. And there was also quite recently a Peter Cannon Thunderbolt uh, series that he did. Ah. Peter Cannon being the character that uh, Ozzy Mandis was based on. All right, gotcha. So it's yep, a new yep. version of that, and apparently it's super meta. So I'm super excited to read that one. That does sound good. Yeah. You've been reading lots of things and thinking about things to I, read. <laughs> that's right. Some say reading and thinking too much. Stop mm. your reading. Get back to your cross stitch, they say. That's what they say? Yep. Oh, well, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, let's should we move to the next segment? Let's move to letters. Show? Let's do letters. Let's do it. The classic one was letters, oh letters. We love you, so letters. <laughs> I know they're here right now. We're gonna do letters. If you do want to reach the show, you can at hashtag weeklyplanetpod or send a Gmail to nickmason at gmail.com. 
Yep. That's, that's not your Gmail, no, it mate. Isn't, not at all. <laughs> but I guess there is somebody with that Gmail, so send it along and see what happens. Uh, weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Gmail. Yeah. The dog came in yeah. just for the, the letters segment, got a pat, and then just ran out again as soon as the letters. In <laughs> fact, as the, as the letters theme was fading out, she was like, well, this is obviously over. Time to leave. Imagine if she came in with a letter. It's like a <gasps> physical letter. Wow. But she didn't. So, what yeah. the hell? We're both being evicted. We don't even both live here. <laughs> So uh, this is from Stephen Sankey. I uh, appreciate this. So a big fan of the show, yeah. I think. Well, he, he sends us things, so I presume so. Mm-hmm, Hashtag mm-hmm. Weekly Planet Pod. It may have taken them four decades, but they finally got, uh, got him to do something on screen. You know what I mean. Hashtag The Mandalorian. You are behind, yes? I am, but I get the, I, I get okay. the sense of things. We are yeah. going to do a wrap-up episode when the show finishes. Yes, we are, where yeah. We're going to talk all about them. But we'll do an yes. entire episode on our famous segment, Who Watches the TV Show The Mandalorian? James and Meso. Meso watches three and then uh, like in the weeks that they come out and then five yeah, shotguns yeah. the day before. Brackets Week of the Planet podcast. Back, that's right. Uh, yeah, interesting show. Good, uh, Interesting stuff happening. Mm. But I have some thoughts about it that maybe, you know, a bit controversial. Cri- no, not really. I have some wow. criticisms, but it's a mostly very good show. Yeah, very good. What have, you, what have you got? I've got a couple of emails. This is from uh, Jasmine, and very intriguing subject, subject line. It says, car, hit my house, podcast safe. Interesting, Jasmine. Now, we'll get to the meat of it, but I just enjoyed I just enjoyed the image that in her house she has a podcast safe. Yes. She, has, she downloads her be- favourite episodes of podcasts, yeah, she yeah. puts them in a safe. Puts them on a data drive and puts, puts them in a safe. Locks them, not just on an iPod, she just got a bunch of iPods in there. Loose. What if the car? Oh, no, it wouldn't because it's in the safe. That's right. Sorry, go on. Uh, good morning, Mr. Sunday and Mason. I listen to the podcast most of the day. In one of my few moments not listening, we heard a big thud and the house shook a bit. It took us a minute of looking around the house to realise a car was in our backyard. The student driver had driven over the curb, through the fence and hit the brick wall. Thankfully, everyone is safe and issues seem mostly cosmetic. Clearly, I should be listening to po- your podcast for protection from craziness like Correct. this. Correct. I mean, it's a roll of the dice, really, isn't it? You don't really know. Roll the die, if you will. Whoa. Right? Makes you think. That's good that everybody's safe and nobody died in that, though. That's, That's cool. exactly really good. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jasmine. Uh, can you I be the official Southeast Texan of the podcast? I think we've had a lot of regional Texan requests, but yes, you can I absolutely have I haven't been keeping track, but yeah, that's you now. We have, yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's definitely you. Everyone keep safe. Watch out for cars coming at your house. Agreed. Do you do that when you walk down the road and you're like watching cars and be like, is this car going to skid off and hit me? Uh, yeah, I get the sense of that. Yeah. It's, it's mostly job related. But, yeah, I bet but it yeah. would be with you, wouldn't it? Because <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. always on the lookout. Your eyes are on the prize, you that being always, a car that's going to hit you. You can always kind of tell. They're always, you're like, this guy's got to eyes doing it. I do it more when I'm with my kids. Yeah, like I'm course, really yeah. watching. But when I'm by myself, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care if care for guy hits me. I don't care anymore. If I get a couple of weeks in the hospital, I'd love it. Well, I figure like if it was by myself. Hey, Claire, Claire, guess what? I'm hit by a car. I can't, I can't come into my house today. I'm going to go to the hospital. <laughs> You're going to look after the kids. Be yeah, like, that's what I want to do. But I think also by myself, I'm like, I don't need to think about it because I can, I, you can if leap. I saw it, I could leap. Yeah. But if I've got like a pram and like a five-year-old, yeah. that's a lot to like Yeah, I mean, you have you need at least one hand free so you can do the punch the bonnet of the car and it exactly, flips over and it flips over, yeah. yeah. And everyone goes, whoa. Everyone goes, whoa. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But this is from Hannah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. So let's pretend that Netflix and Elliot Page – decided together to have Vanya uh, in Umbrella Academy transition, which would be incredible, now that Elliot has come out. What are your thoughts on how big or small a deal the show should make of it? Now, people probably saw the news this week of Elliot Page's transition. Mm-hmm. Of course, star of many things, including uh, an Juno. OK X-Men movie, Juno, and more recently, 
the Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it this a bit before the show and we realised we had the perfect answer and we know everything. That's correct, yes. No, we, what, we th- <laughs> what we actually thought was this is something that they should decide together. Like what yes. they, and I think Gerard Way also has a big hand in the series and he's yeah, like yeah. A, obviously created the comic. I imagine they'll have a sit down. Definitely. So I think they said they don't plan to do anything like that at this point in time, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't surprise me if they take that character in that direction or whatever, you know, Elliot is comfortable with doing. So really, that's really the ball is in their court. Correct. So, yeah. For me, it's just whatever you want to do, man. And that's really, I think, for most things in life. If yeah. you're not hurting anybody, who fucking cares? In a way, it doesn't affect our lives at all. <laughs> in a so way. we could just let, let everyone get and along. let people get be get happy with, yeah. and don't worry about it. That's right, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Or we could get really mad oh, yeah. all the time all at the time, everything yeah. and die early mad <laughs> because it's killing us, all this stuff that doesn't affect us in any way. Yeah, that's interesting. Because we're dumb. I might, I, might, uh, I might have to think about it. Okay, cool, Obviously, cool, 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 cool. But, yeah. but I mean, that's options always on the table is yeah. for us to just die mad yes. about a stupid thing that's <laughs> irrelevant to us. What I, Claire and I talked a little bit about this on Suggestible. What I did like about this situation is, and there was a little bit of pushback, mm. but if this had have happened 20 years ago, this would have looked much different. Mm. You know, I'm not, yeah. I mean, there's still, most people are just like, everybody would have had low-rise chains on. Say again? Everyone would have low yeah, and then whatever, we, on, yeah. as we talk about. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but most people... We're just like, great. Yeah. If this is something that you're that you're happy about, then good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So good stuff. It is good stuff. What else you got, Mason? Look, here's something from Admiral Admiral Hackbar. Ooh. He says, Hey there, James and Mason from the Weekly Planet, where you talk movies and comics and books and TV shows. Hackbar. I was watching an old episode of the podcast, perhaps on YouTube. Episode 66, maybe, where every time Mason said one of his classic zingers, a recording of a trumpet would be played entitled Mason's Theme. I demand to see a return of this theme in your next episode. I have no memory of this at all. I don't know what all. that is at all. I don't know what this is. Never heard of that. And that's when you were editing the episode. So <laughs> Which means I would have had to have we don't know what this is. We don't know what this is. Unless Collings went back and put it in. Maybe he's doing he's it. He's the kind of guy Maybe that would do that. Maybe your YouTube. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, editor at that website. With me, as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. Oh, that's good. That's, that's you doing that. That was Joseph Lisk, who yes. does the what we read and what we gonna read theme. Oh, sure. But isn't that cool? Yes. Gonna hear it again? I guess so. That's, I don't remember what it's from. No, neither do I. But I love it. But I, I assume at some point I pretended to be a trumpet player. So A <laughs> little bit of fanfare. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is getting a writer. That's a relief. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he actually, he's writing, oh, he wrote Pan, you know, the upcoming Peter Pan gritty reboot. Oh, sure. Great. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen Pan, so we'll see how that plays out. See how um, it pans out. Well done. Play the theme. Play the theme. <laughs> Play it. <laughs> I'll do it again, say the thing you said, I'll say the thing I said, and then we do this. I have to find it. Oh, jeez. Just email to me and I'll do it. All right, here we go. Okay, say the thing. Um, We'll see how that goes, I guess. See how it pans out. <laughs> I'll have this ready now. Yeah. I can't, though, because you I can't exactly. read the... Yeah. Man. And you can't leave me in control of that, because I'll just do it every time. <laughs> I'll do it literally every time I say anything. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. Yeah, that's that's wild. That must have been early. Or it was last year. I have no idea. We don't know. We just don't know. Yeah. This is from Akot Wun Pod. You asked for topic ideas. We did. Why not live action movies that could have been better or different 
in animated or vice versa. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. So, you know, some things obviously lend themselves to animation. You mentioned uh, Die, for example. That would yes. probably be wonderful as like a, an animation, oh, yes. the style of good animation. Oh, yes. I would oh, say. Yes. Like, what, an, like a Japanese anime. Maybe, perhaps. Well, that's one that I brought up here. What I've written down here is, do you think Batman Ninja is a good example of that, of that being done right, where you, you wouldn't really do that another way? Necessarily. Well, I have mixed feelings about Batman Ninja. You do, but I'm talking like art style. I don't think it's very good, yeah, but, but like I, it, looks, style, it looks though. great, certainly, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, there is, yeah, there is little to no way that would work. Even the concept, I don't think, really translates to live action. It yeah, was right. like, well, we're going. Is he Japanese in that? Is Batman actually Japanese? No, he goes back he goes... in time. He goes back in time oh, and space okay. to Japan, yes. It sounds good. Why is it not good? I can't remember also. Yeah. Well, but I remember because I, I watched it for Matt Stewart's podcast, yeah, right. Prime Mates, and I remember watching it and going, this is, I don't know what's going on here. This is, I don't like oh, wow. it for, for reasons. And what did Matt Stewart think of it? He loved it. Did he really? He got several Batman Ninja tattoos. Wow. Yeah. Several? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You can see, look at that photo of him. He's like, look at me. Oh, yeah. I'm, look, I'm loving this. I'm on a skateboard. <laughs> He's on a skateboard. Yeah. Um, the bottom, the underside of the skateboard has a spray paint of Batman Ninja on it also. Yes. Don't you think? That would be, <laughs> make that joke, like it would round it out a bit. do you think? <laughs> yes, I think so. Okay, good. Here's an example. James, if, if your bit now is that you're, you're running, you're getting tired of my nonsense, that's all this podcast is, is nonsense. So you better. That wasn't, that was me contributing. Oh, that good, wasn't a okay. dig at you. Okay, good, good, uh, good. I thought of one, which I know you watched. Yes. Um, but Powers. Oh, yeah. No, there's, yeah. Imagine if Powers was done like they look like they're doing that new Invincible show. Yeah. I mean, that would be incredible. I mean, that, but that's the thing. Like for a lot of these, I, you know, if, if you do a Batman thing and it doesn't work yeah. in animation or live action or whatever, it's fine because they'll do another one in a couple of years. Yes. But if you do Powers in live action. That's it, mate. That's it. There's never going to be another Powers. There's a million superhero properties that could be adapted. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, Powers reboot. I guess I guess it would be way easier to get a failed live action property and make it animation than to, to go the other way. Nobody's going to be like, "Well, that comic, well that cartoon failed, so let's turn it into a live action yeah. movie." The Tick also failed. Was that an animation before it was? I know it was a comic. First. It was a cart. Yeah, it was a it was uh, it was a cartoon before then it was, it was even a live. Yeah, then it was Patrick Wilbur. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, what do you got for a one let's more thing? Let's have a look. I'll have things. a one more thing. What's he got? I bet it's good. I think I was talking about this on Suggestible with Claire. But we're always like to each other, why the fuck are we so tired? And they're like, oh, yeah, we've got a baby. <laughs> right. Like it's just like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. but why am I so tired? Because we've got a baby. You live here. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. That crying baby's always waking me up. <laughs> uh, okay, here's a good one. Here we go. Yes. Uh, subject, this is from uh, this is from Cheney. Uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, Dick Cheney. Uh, Questionable person, Mason. <laughs> I agree. I don't mind saying that now. Uh, remember when he shot his mate? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, duck, and then his mate apologised. Yeah. yeah, I remember uh, that. Subject line, bad parenting. Uh, been a fan for years, still get excited for new episodes. As a dad, my youngest daughters have got to the age where they ask to watch things that aren't age appropriate. So now when my wife isn't home, I'll let them watch whatever they want. Whoa. I was wondering, James, what bad parenting things do you do? But before we get to that, here's a list of films we've recently watched together. Terminator, The Meg, Deep Blue Sea, Gremlins, Beavis and Butthead, Do America, Rick and Morty, Always Sunny, Always Sunny, South Park, Freddy Got Fingered, Swamp Thing, Predator, Freddy vs. Jason, Deadpool, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Evil Dead 2, Child's Play 2, and The Toxic Avenger 1, 2, and 3, plus we watched the UFC together. 
It was their sixth oh birthday last God. week. That is wild. My kids are cool and understand to not swear themselves and everything on screen is fake. My parents let me watch whatever I wanted at that age, and I grew up to be pretty damn cool. Can I be Sounds the official like bad dad? <laughs> Boy, absolutely you can. I, I, um, I There's a photo of his kids. Yeah. <laughs> they're eating pizza and they're drinking Carlsberg. <laughs> Cans of Carlsberg. That's <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. This is good con. This is good con. This is good stuff, Coney. Coney, we're loving this. Oh, that's, I hope that's real. Yeah, me too. Uh Man, James, that's bearing in mind your wife probably doesn't listen to this. No. Wow. I um, I don't really look. It's, it's not to sound like a bit of a nerd, uh-huh. but we're pretty much on the same page. Mm. Like we definitely have disagreements about what like stuff that he can watch and like yeah, right. whatever. But it's we. I don't sneak stuff. Yeah. Because also sure. a lot of kids and my kids not really like this. They but they're help. fucking they're... rats, mate. Yeah. Right. They don't, yeah, yeah. They just be like. Guess what we did, Dad? We, we said not to, we weren't going to have ice cream, but we got me two ice creams or whatever. And, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And, um, yeah, yeah. So I and she'd be I, like, you said you were going to get me two ice creams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We, what, was that something? What about you as a kid? Did your parents have different standards? I don't think so either, no. I feel like I my know. parents Maybe it's a regional did, thing. Yeah, because... No, I think, I think my parents did. I think my dad was more like whatever. Uh-huh. Than my mum. Maybe that's because he worked full time and was just like whatever. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My my dad was more like, a, yeah, watch Terminator Two, and my mum was all more like, well, what's the rating? And I need to see this or whatever. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah, right. Uh huh. Mm. Would they let you watch anything though? Yeah, probably. Mm. Like, I think I probably. I think I think it was a case of I'd be like, yeah, I'm watching Terminator Two. It's fine for kids, and they'd be There's like action figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they'd be like. Well, he probably knows more about this franchise than we do, so I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess, yeah, the thing is, well, because we... Like, I think if I could state my case firmly enough, I think they'd be yeah. like, well, I guess so. Yeah, like, you if, you can, if, you can, if you can argue your way into it, it's probably fine. Yeah. There's also, yeah, that's good, though, like, he's made the distinction there of, like, they know that it's not real. Mm. And You know what I mean? I'd, just, I'd, I'd be worried about, like, either traumatising my kids yeah. or, like... Getting in trouble, do you know what I mean? With like yeah. teachers at school, is that yeah, like right, what, right. Are you, what are you mean showing them? Yeah. But I think also like you, you just got to read your kid, mm-hmm. like whatever you think your kid is ready for, how yeah. they can handle it. Can um, they? Can they crack a stubby of Carlsberg? You know what I mean? Yeah, crack a frothy. <laughs> I'd love to post that. I won't post someone no. else's. Picture, that's very funny. That's though. Good very work. Funny. You've you've delighted these two. I don't want this to become a thing where they're like, "Well, guess what I did with my kid?" <laughs> right. I put I put them in. I a put them on. I put them on. I put them on one of those spinning circus boards yeah. and, and I threw knives at them, yeah. you know? I don't want this to be barely hit them, Barely hit any of them. Yeah, well, yeah. let's cleanse the palate. Uh, this is from Tyler. He says, what is Australian Christmas like? Hey, James and Mace, I watch your Tim Allen Santa Claus Caravan of Garbage episode. Yeah. So staying in holiday spirit, it is currently summer in Australia, yet every Christmas movie shows you winter. Does the Australian version of Christmas reflect the summertime in Australia or do you just pretend it's that time of year? Bit of both. Yeah, it's a bit of both. People will wear novelty like Christmas sweaters. Yeah, yeah. But it's normally like thirty Celsius over so, here, and and everybody who does that is like, I regret this intensely. A minute. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the the food is a little different, I think. Yeah, it's more like your warm weather food. Yeah, but, but they'll still do a, like a roast though. Yeah, we'll regardless, do a roast, yeah. we might do some cool salads. Cool salads or like some prawns, like some chilled yeah, prawns. Yeah, a lot of outdoor stuff. Yeah, like your barbecues. We'll set up. You set up a long table outside yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I reckon it's great. I yeah. like I like hot Christmas. Mm. I've, I as a kid, I was like, oh, I wish it kind of snowed at Christmas. But now I'm like, since I've seen snow, I'm like, nah, fuck that. Right? Hot Christmas is way uh-huh. better yeah, for yeah. me. Mm. But um, 
Yeah, I could see. I yeah, I don't know. Would you? What do you think? Would you rather do a cold? I would like. I should do it once, I guess. Yeah, I'd like it to alternate. Alternate yeah. rather, just one hot, one Some hot. Some people one do cold a one. Christmas in June or that's July. That's true. Christmas July. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, but we also have like the decorations. Like they've got snow machines that like shoot like foam and stuff like that. Oh and, right, like, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff like that. And yeah, it's, Christmas lights is a big. Bigish thing, I would yeah. say. In and of course, obviously, we put we put crocodile Dundee on top of the tree. Exactly. Yeah. And we yell at him about his taxes. <laughs> That's right, as is tradition, <laughs> yes. as is in the Bible. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing for Christmas this year, folks? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Family. Family. You know. Family. Yeah. Just just me and the family and all our coronas. <laughs> the beer, not the. Not the horrible, not pandemic. The horrible pandemic that's yeah, happening yeah, yeah, in yeah. the world. I should have said Coca-Cola because they transitioned to Coca-Cola in one of the... Did they? Yeah. Well, there's a new virus called Coca-Cola. Oh, and man. And edit this out. God damn Collins it. to do it, though. Yeah, he's he so quick sport. on it. Yeah, he's really Because he edits this show. That's right. And he, and, he, um, and he knows it's near the end of the show when you do the wrap-up of the show. That's very correct. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. I hope you, what, what are you looking forward to this coming year on the DC yeah. Slate Thingamajig HBO Max? Did we miss something? What's, nah. what's coming up? Not from decided.com. No, definitely not. Um, 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 but if you if you did, if we did, if you let us know. Let us know about anything you like. That's right. At uh, weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can go to planetbroadcasting.com. You can sign up to the newsletter from the great Rob Collings. That's right. Uh he is at uh Rob Collings on Twitter. At Rob Collings on Twitter and at the Weekly Planet on Twitter. Twitter. That's right. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm Nick Maso, N I C K M A S E A U. James, you're Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. That's right. Every I gosh am. darn where. Um, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Flick uh, us a buck. Flick a, yeah, flick us a buck. Ba-ching. Flick us a buck for Christmas. Ba-ching. That's one of our Christmas traditions. That's right. Flick we flick each other a buck. And we flick it a buck. Oh, Paul you, Hogan. Put, you put the, the. People don't really do that anymore, but they used to put. Coins in the Christmas pudding? Oh, yeah. But it Why? was poisonous, probably. Bad. Don't do it. Don't do that. Now we flick our coins at Paul Hogan. That's right. And he doesn't pay tax on them. Oh, he just took them. <laughs> he just took coins. He took them. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. You, uh, flick, us, flick us a coin for Christmas. Why don't you? That's right. Uh, or you can go to the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description if you're staying home. Mm-hmm, it goes mm-hmm, for Amazon. Mm-hmm. Oh, or you could uh, sign up to bigsandwich.co. We've got all sorts of bonus Stuff we've got movie commentaries, we've got bonus podcasts, we've got we've got um, videos, we've got all kinds of stuff. We, good we're, stuff we're, up we're, there. We're, we're, before this episode, I thought of a new idea for a new podcast. Oh, I love it. We're going to put it. We're going to start doing a new podcast. We might record an, uh, an episode this week, and it'll probably come out at some point. That's right. Uh, before the end of time, it's in flux. It's in we're flux. Like, what's going it? on? Yeah, we're going yeah. to figure out the format, but I think it's going to be very good. It's going to be fun, and it gives like me a chance it. to talk about all sorts of dumb old characters that I yeah, like. and that's what so we're about. It's going to be really good. Uh, we've got some t-shirts on tpublic.com. Thank you to the brute, and the basilisk, and rack and for all the musical. Uh, themes. Uh, I forgot to mention we've got the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. Jump on there. Just have some fun chats with all nice, fun kinds stuff. of nice, fun folks. That's right. And all kinds of stuff. That's the whole podcast, I think. It is, uh, except for reviews, which you can review in out. Oh, I've got a couple. That, yes. Yeah, I'll read these out. This is from VHS says, these dudes sound Australian. Great podcast. Like and subscribe and send a reasonable amount of money each month to support <laughs> their appetite for big sandwiches. Thank you. This is from Sam in Spirit says, best pod ever. I look forward to this podcast every week. Love every podcast on this network, but my love of podcasts started with this one. Thank you, Thank you so very much. Very much. So, yeah, it. it's great when people leave the review. They can do it in-app. They can do it all kinds of places, uh, but also tell your friends. And, um, flick us an in-app review. Us, subscribe. Do some likes. That's right. Those things. Flick us a review. Flick it over. Don't flick it to Paul Hogan. He'll take you it. He'll claim it for himself. <laughs> he said he wrote it. He didn't. He just changed your name on he it. He changed my name. What a dog of a bloke. What a bad person, maybe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
All right, uh, next week, don't know, whatever. We'll think of something. We, we always think of something. <laughs> we always do in the nick of time. We had another topic, but now we did this topic because of the HBO thing, so That's it's right. constantly in flux. Thanks for listening. I appreciate <laughs> it very much, and goodbye. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Okay, next week we could do the Weekly Planet. Yeah. Ginger and pomegranate. Oh, uh, it didn't get funnier. Sometimes these things come around. <laughs> it does, you know it what does I mean? for me. It does for me. James, it does for Weekly Planet Cool Ratch. I'm doing all of them. I'm doing everyone. Oh, gosh, I have a great time. Uh, everybody else's enjoyment's irrelevant, including yours. I just enjoy it when I do it. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.